Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends beyond the binary, back at you again with another episode of the Pridecast. It's me, Frank, along with you all. <laughs> What's so funny about that? I literally just said my fucking name, and I heard you all just gasp like you were about to laugh at the funniest joke in the world. What's so funny? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. I don't know why I got so defensive over that. That would be so sensitive, Frank. Oh, I I just woke up from my nap. Hey, buddy. Uh, Yeah. uh, uh, I was, we had like a very prolonged discussion before the the podcast started. And uh, I told Zing, oh yeah, I had a nap before the, uh, the, the podcast recording. He's like, what are you, 12 years old? Did your, did your mom put you to sleep or something? Yeah, it, there's no excuse because either, you know, you're like a young, virile 20 year old who shouldn't be taking fucking getting your hair and reading you a story. I don't want to hear it, PV. I'm 30 goddamn five years old and I just put my kid to bed, had soccer tonight and a goddamn thing in the park that I had to take her to. And here I am talking to you assholes. Your kid's a coward for playing softball. I just uh, remembered what kind of person Singh is and fair. what kind of podcast we set fair. ourselves up to record. <laughs> Anyways, it's me, Frank, along with still your world, despite the persistences of others. Despite what? Despite what? <laughs> despite despite uh, individuals like Robert Anger, uh, is Ryan Lockhart, ladies and gentlemen. Robert, hi. And, your uh, world champion. Your world champion, despite despite Odin's uh, you know grading system. Oh. Ooh. Ooh, we're, going, we're going to the great Buried. system now. Buried. Um, and if you didn't already know who this lovely gentleman is who's been roasting us nonstop, he is your brand new United States champion, the, the man known as Walter, a.k.a. Stephen Singh. How are you doing, good sir? Gentlemen, I'm doing great. All right, excellent. Well, uh, we have... That was cute. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, oh, it's gonna be a long cast. I can already tell. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, we got two shows to talk about. We have Glory, which quite frankly shouldn't take us too long to talk about, and this uh, July eighth edition of Monday Night Clash. And then we've got some questions to go through. I say we waste no more time. We get straight into Glory. Is that- a special. Uh, July, 4th of July, Independence Day, free show on CBS, and, uh... So basically some shit happened, some loser won fucking United States title. Alright, now, on to the uh, July 8th edition of uh, Monday Night Clash. Yeah, what more is there to talk about? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, well, you're obviously skipping over John Legend singing America the Beautiful. I mean, why would you skip over that? That's just, that's just, that's just good Americana right there. That's what the 4th of July, that's what glory is all about. USA, USA, USA. Anyways, we. All right, let's actually. (laughs) So, uh, before we get too far ahead, uh, yeah, we had that big old tournament. It happened, and we have a new U.S. champion, and some other stuff happened. Some other pretty neat things happened during the show that we'll probably get to. We'll probably, we'll probably breeze through a lot of the show, just briefly talk over a couple of matches and matchups. Like most of these matches were. Very straightforward. No shenanigans, no storylines involved type things. So, 
uh, and that yeah. show for a podcast that you can just because you can just breeze through it. So yeah, start off with the opening segment. It's American Beautiful with John Legend. Not much else to talk about, and we move on to our first match. Boy, what an opening match! It's QDT versus Wade Moore in the second round of the Glory Tournament. Two absolute goats. Absolute goats, and I know that torture hates uh, people always sucking Wade's dick because he's Wade, but we're going to suck Wade's dick because Wade is the best. Yeah, but that's not the point of this one, because Wade got fucking bodied. Exactly. Exactly. QDT got his revenge, and QDT moving on, he gets gets the big win over Wade Moore. Very, very... Good result, too, because it sets up the, uh, the, the rubber match. It does. It's one one. It is. Uh, so we got yeah. some. It's one one in singles competition. They're gonna. It sets up the rubber match, but it makes uh, now that we're looking back at hi- uh, hindsight. Yeah. After what happened, that clash that makes it all the more interesting. Oh yeah, very interesting. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that later on in the show, but because uh, you guys didn't read it, so you don't talking about. But no, that's okay. No, cool. no, 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 no. That's okay. You didn't read it. You didn't read it. I've read parts. Listen, listen, listen. Pot. Listen. I read parts. <laughs> All right, pots. Uh. Oh no! I don't know what it was. You're gonna I, do this to me? Oh yeah, it was for my fucking D and D game. I don't know why this is what this is making me remember it, but like, I made a note to myself last night. I need to learn how to do an Australian accent for my D and D game. So I was looking oh, up man. videos on YouTube on how to do Australian <laughs> accents. I'm not gonna do it now, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I did read Clash. Because I'm a good podcast host. I read like two percent of Clash because I'm not a podcast co-host. You're a part-time co-host. Hey, once <laughs> I hit that fifty percent mark, I Which count is... as a full-time. Corey counts more as a podcast host than you. How does that make feel? He has more podcasts under his belt. <laughs> I'm gonna remedy that soon. <laughs> These next coming weeks. Well, this is not the only time we're going to talk about QDT on this show, so we're going to move on to number one. These are really cool. Beloved by the fans, a champion in every little girl's eye. Someone you could look up to, but nothing more than a liar. She took your love and let it rot in her hands. She placed upon her brow a crown of self-denial. She will not deserve your sympathy when the Q comes. Lizzie, help. The Q? (laughs) (laughs) And Q. Oh, that's your cue. For Frank, you're, you're behind, bro. You're slower at the I, moment. I, I, listen, <laughs> just just shut up. <laughs> um, I, I like these segments when they were running through the uh, entire yeah, show. I have pretty... no idea what these are about, but I'm all for them, and I hope they turn out to actually be, you know, about something and not just filler for the sake of filler. Um, Hot so take it, Spencer. Sure. I'm pretty sure I know. Hot take it, Spencer. Uh, same yeah. thing that he probably knows. I don't have any theories because I'm not a smart man. Uh, well, we'll see how this all plays uh, not out. Not Spence. Not Spence. There's no slabs. No Spence. No uh, J-Map. <laughs> uh, there's, there's a key word here that one of the characters in Action Wrestling frequently uses, but I will... Uh, you mean Cure? You mean Gear as an antidote, as in Spencer Adams? Dun, dun, dun. All right. Oh, false. Keep going. Let's move on. Let's, yeah. let's, <laughs> let's go on to uh, your first match, uh, Walter versus Lily Hope in the second round of the Glory Tournament. 
So, uh, any thoughts about this match, Mr. Walter? Yeah, um, it was uh, it was well written. It was a classic Obi writing match, which makes me Ooh. so happy. Yes, that was my Wushwam. Wushwam, uh, flap flap. The crowd at one point yells, "You got titty slapped," which is just. Mm. It's, you've, I can't believe you've never heard that. And, and you hear that in New Japan a lot. They yell that usually in <laughs> New Japan. Yes, the famously raucous uh, and Hall crowds famously yell in English, you got titty slapped uh, during their <laughs> Okada versus Tanahashi matches. By the way, I can, make you all tradition. Very, I can make you all very jealous right now about a certain man named Chio Blaze in action wrestling. He, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go any farther, I need you to uh, remedy this also. It's Teo. His name is Teo. Now, now, here's the thing. I talk with the man himself every week on a Skype call playing D&D, and we, I, I call him Tio, and he calls himself Tio. So he says Tio? He says Tio. That is a tragedy. Teo Del Sol. So he just changes, he says Del Sol as though it's a Spanish word, and then changes the first pronunciation to be Tio, as though we're all from the Midwest, at, like, assholes like we are. Tio. Uh, all right, fine. If he says it, then that's that's the way it is. Now, always retreating. Call me Wilter. Yeah, I pronounce it <laughs> Wil. I call. I pronounce it Wilter. Well, here's now. the thing. At least Tio's not the name of someone who's already a wrestler in WWE. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I'm going there, and that's not the only time I'm going to go there tonight. But okay. what I wanted to say was that recently Tio went to the G1 show that was in Texas, night of the G1, and a few nights ago, he, I should say a few nights before that, he went to, like, the uh, press conference, and he got to take two pictures, and he got pictures with Tanahashi, and he got pictures with Naito, and he posted both pictures to our D&D chat, and I'm not going to post them anywhere on AW without his consent, because obviously he's a very private person, but the photos are real, and... What's really funny is that in his photos, um, he didn't mean to, but he went to the news wearing a Finn Balor shirt. And in his photo with um, Tanahashi, Tanahashi looks it's like, oh, yeah, uh, uh, Finn Balor. I love him when he does, like, the little Finn Balor pose, like the hands <laughs> up in the air. And I thought that was really fucking cool. So. Awesome, but a uh, question, question. Yes. Because this uh, Teo guy, I know of a uh, Teo. Oh my fucking god! I'm going to fire you. <laughs> Salary in the first place. You can go fuck yourself. Yeah. Well, you're gonna need you're gonna need one after you buy your fucking switch tomorrow. I already got it. Oh, we're okay. playing it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Tomorrow is different for us and oh me and you guys. So, yeah. You know, god. If you actually are playing Nintendo Switch while recording a podcast. No. Honestly, I would be impressed. No. My girlfriend is. I'm sitting here in, a, in the corner of the room watching her while I'm on this cast with you fucking nerds. So... <laughs> you don't know it. You don't know it, but we're actually all watching your girlfriend right now. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, well, anything else to say about the match other than... No, I was worried about it. I was worried about Lizzie, big time. Um, she seems to be the next big thing earmarked for... AW greatness. So I was pretty shook, and then I wrote my RP, and then I was very confident, and then I read her RP, and I went back to being shook. So good showing on you, uh, Lizzie Sean. So good work, and as, I'll see you next year. I'm sure. As the night progressed, and you went against progressively more and more uh, 
I'll say like established punts. Were you more shook than you were with Lizzie? Like, were you more shook as the night went on? No, to be honest, my two picks before reading the RPs, even like just based on what I'd read of them in leading up to it, and also like just momentum and establishment and everything like that. My two picks were Lizzie Hope and QDT. So I mean, mm. that's kind of who I thought uh, would get through the tournament. So after I beat Hope, I was surprised, and then expected the job the QDT, but uh, Flash actually messaged me and spoiled it for me. So. Oh, Flash, what a fucking British prick spoiling. What a heel. Yeah. Well, uh, good job on that. Lizzie, will you move on to unknown segment number two? A traitor to the people who loved him. A believer in self-redemption, but does nothing to prove it'll happen. Beach Crew's former reason for being relevant. He will not deserve your sympathy when the cure comes. Ryan, oh, putting you on fucking blast, my dude. Oh, I know. The only person who's... Oh, I'm not going to say that, actually. <laughs> no, say it, you fucking coward. Oh, wow. Oh, oh. Yikes. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. That's a, a yikes for me, dog. That is... Might, oh. need, a, might need a fat edit. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to do that. I don't know. Oh. Here's, here's the thing. I'll keep this conversation, and but I'll bleep your sentence out so people won't know what you said. <laughs> if you remember to edit it, isn't it like like you're gonna be doing this at like three a.m. Like fuck. I got nothing else to do, and I've been the past like two weeks. I've been staying up till four a.m. playing Borderlands Two on Xbox. I'll I'll be fine. You guys, we are twenty three minutes in. Let's go. This yes, is I know. I know. True. Okay. <laughs> So, moving on to the second round of the Glory Tournament, we have Koss, as I know that Spence is calling him. Koss versus Tia Blaze. We gonna be alright. We gonna be alright. We gonna be alright. We gonna be alright. I'm I'm so, so happy that Tia's in action wrestling. I know I say that all the time, but fuck. Yeah. Like... When he is getting wins over established AW guys like Spence, you know that's when you see has all the faith in the world in him with guys like toward the other judges and admins. Yeah, I'm so happy, especially because I really feel like the last year of Teo, and I'm rejecting the other fucking pronunciation, uh, the last year of Teo's stuff was his best stuff, uh, starting or uh, the first time I noticed that was when he went up against Dune, where I actually thought he beat Dune. Yeah, it was one night, yeah. Yeah, and that crazy... I had him as the winner. I really thought thought he did it. I've always been on the T.O. train ever since the People's Choice, so... Yeah. So, uh... What is next for Koss now that he is no longer in contention for the U.S. title? Because I don't Um... think Koss is on Clash. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think so. I'm super excited to listen to listen back to this podcast and hear if we hear uh, girlfriend in the background like we definitely can on the phone call. I'm very excited. Oh yeah, right. I'm I'm excited about that right now as it's happening. <laughs> just hear. <laughs> yeah, just hear like a, like your girlfriend. The frustration. About, yeah, like your girlfriend like is trying to think of an answer to the question. And she's just like. <sighs> right. <laughs> the timing was 
Yeah, because your girlfriend. Doing is... more thought than I am for yeah. this fucking <laughs> for this question you just posed. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea what Cost does now because I like the new gimmick. I like the new direction. I like the slab city stuff and trying to be this harbinger of like hope or whatever for the world. But I have no idea where he goes story wise. So it depends if he wants to like do another feud or go for because he could easily come back into contention for the uh, world title if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if but, it wasn't already crowded with big names like Bobby Rage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. So you're actually going to go into, like, Richard's holiday and shit, and you're just like, oh, Bobby Rage, dude. Listen, I don't give a shit about Alex Rage's. I don't give a shit about Casey Holiday. I don't give a shit about Ryan Lockhart. All I care about is that Bobby fucking Rage. You hear me? <laughs> actually, it's pronounced uh, Robert Outrage. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Outrage. Or if you want to be casual, it's uh, Bob Angui. So, <laughs> Imagine being Angui. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, good job, Tio. Uh, moving on to unknown segment number three. Narcissistic oh. rich boy. Fancies himself charming and charismatic. Megalomaniac that lacks the apex predator skills. Only cares about himself. A friend to no one, no matter what he says. Chooses his friends only for how they excel him. He will not deserve your sympathy when the cure comes. Shadow love. I wrote this because I don't know if anyone else would use the term... Would apex, use his... Would use the term Apex Predator except for Shadow Love. Randy Orton. Randy Orton wrote this segment. Oh my god, <laughs> Randy Orton is invading action wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing it because I changed part of my finisher to uh, like a, the jumping cutter. Oh my god! <laughs> because Tort, I think me and Tort were talking about. It. He's like, "How the fuck does your skinny boy lift up these like three hundred pound motherfuckers for his finisher?" And I'm like, "Shit, true. Let me make a variation where there's no lifting involved." <laughs> and Randy Orton was like, "Oh, this motherfucker." <laughs> I'm racking my head trying to figure out who is behind these segments and who picked these three wrestlers in particular, and I just can't think of anything. So I'll just, I'll just, I'll just keep thinking about this for weeks until the answer is right in front of me, and like everyone else in the Fed has already figured it out. So, <laughs> moving on to a uh, pretty funny segment. Now, I'm a man of the South. I like my barbecue as much as the next person. Uh, would I? buy Billy Branch at Fire Barbecue Sauce? You know, probably so. I have no shame. <laughs> I have no shame. I would buy it, and I would I would try it out, and as long as it tastes good, I don't care about the consequences. Wow. Uh, yeah, basically, it's a... Uh, this segment is just Billy coming out. Y'all, I'm getting in the barbecue business like good old JR, except he doesn't exist in this universe. And... Uh, his tagline is, so good, you'll shit fire, which makes me laugh. And then there's a USA barbecue, USA barbecue chant. That's just... <laughs> That's a great chant. That's a very good chant. It's very a strong. Barbecue sauce is fucking terrible. Uh, that is... What? Uh, Hold on, what? What did, you, what did you just say, Lee? I don't know. I just saw you jumping in and saying barbecue sauce is trash. That's a bad take. That's the worst. That's the coldest take. When I get pizza and it fucking has like layers on layers of barbecue sauce, I just like vomit on the inside. What pizza I die. Are you that has barbecue sauce on it? 
here's the thing: you can get not... pizza, you can get pizza with bar dominoes, and it is delicious. Yeah, I definitely. But except for the delicious part. Yeah, on the scale of dominoes, I guess it's it's true. It's true that it is pizza. Anyways, I, the point I was trying to make is that USA Barbecue is probably my second favorite chant behind They Deserve It in regards to QDT's parents getting beat up. <laughs> that is a good chant. It's a very good chant. As we move on to uh, Kennedy Matthews versus Kyle Kipp in the second round of the Glory Tournament. So, uh, I think that the pressure was on Kennedy because... He got Tort to basically give him a big push in the fake chat. I actually forgot who wins this match. Let me scroll down real quick. Kemp. That's what I thought. Uh, actually pulls it out with a, a tap-out win. Um, not a lot of people in action wrestling getting submission victories, except for Kemp. Notice that. He tends to get people to tap out a lot. Uh, yeah, I am very happy that Kemp got the win because... I, we, we say it all the time, but Kemp is very, very underrated, and we more people need to be on his, like, need to have him on their radar. We need to keep hyping up Kemp until yeah. he's overrated. Yeah, we are going to overrate him, and then we're going to just not talk about him ever again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm up for like that. that. Fine. I'm into it, yeah. Um. But, um, yeah, I'm sad that Kip couldn't get a bit farther than he did because I think this is his last win. But uh, good showing from Kemp and from Kennedy as we move on to... Kennedy got that uh, yes. Kennedy got that first round. Kennedy got that first round upset over Noble, Noble Savage. So, I mean, nothing to shake a stick at there either for her. So. Um, as we move on to this segment, I guess... Uh, Kid Rock, what a what a specimen of a human Kid Rock is. Wait, who? You, no, you, okay. you know you know who Kid Rock is, right? I wasn't I wasn't on the no. I wasn't on the. I'm oh, dying. so oh, so okay. you so you didn't see what came out after that match? This segment. No. Now here's the thing. All right, I, I see a bunch I, of music videos. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I understand why Tort would have Kid Rock and Nickelback uh, on the America shows because those are the bands that play for like Fourth of July, Independence Day type. No, Nickelback is fucking Canadian, but I'm not arguing that point. I'm just gonna move on to the next match uh, for the TV Championship: Claire Hawkins versus Roger Payton Jr. Uh, another big win for Roger. The rematch. A rematch and another big win, yep. another big definitive win for for Old Flash as he. Keeps adding to this TV title reign. Fucking PED using piece of shit oh. trash. Is that his? That's his. That's his story in his RPs, right? That he is like. No, yeah. no, no, no. That's actually him in real life. He literally <laughs> uses PED. And that, and that. You know, it's just know, a cover up. But. Yeah, you know, I've seen pictures of Flash. I would believe it. But, it's pretty uh, burly. It's burly fellow. What? You guys suck his dick then. We were supposed to be here for Walter, as uh, I believe the correct pronunciation is. Oh my fucking god. Bella, I am Walter. going to flip my shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> uh, uh... 
congratulations to Flash on another victory. Uh, I hope. I hope that he goes places with this TV title. It's doing things for him. Uh, as we move on to a Corey Black segment, um, shock and awe, it turns in the middle into an FP Corey Black segment. Corey Black comes like, ah, I'm done for a few months. I'll wait until the next jobber needs to get jobber killed. And then I am come out and I'm like, no, you, you need to stay here and shit. My favorite part, Corey wrote this entire segment. I didn't add anything except like the very end. My favorite thing is that FPV comes out with a mic. Corey snapped out of my hand, and I have a, I had another microphone in my pocket that I just pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> Giving you too much credit. Uh, yeah, no. You're never that prepared. Yeah, it's like it's like Kevin Owens <laughs> on the episode of SmackDown where like he's like gets cut off and he just pulls out another one. Oh, didn't think that I have two mics, you stupid idiot. People still watch WWE? I only know about that one particular segment <laughs> because it showed up on the front page of Google for me. I was like, I might as well watch this. <laughs> and it was actually pretty good. I'll give it that. It's KO is great. I love KO. Yeah, KO is awesome. He's a bright star in a shining pile of garbage. But, uh, yeah, the basic gist of this segment, I don't want to spend too much time on it because it's a short segment, but me and Corey are tag-teaming it up now. We're the new incarnation of the man-made gods, as it were, and we're going to kill the tag-team division. Don't buy it, but cool. All right. QDT versus KO Blaze. No, 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 no. That's not next. Right. Next, it's uh, Kyle Kemp versus Walter in the semifinals of the Glory Tournament. Good call. I got bored with your with your segment and scrolled ahead. Sorry. Ouch. Let me just go into and just remove Steven from the call. I'm not going to do that. That's too much work. I'm too lazy. Plus, I don't want to. the same guy that apparently has a fucking mic in his pocket, ready to go. <laughs> I told him that when that type, when he when he sent that to me when he PM'd it to me I was like, there's something about Frank having two microphones, one in his pocket, one in his hand that just makes me laugh. It's a bit off. One thing about this segment that I like before moving on to Kemp versus Walter is the line: uh, Corey Black is wearing a three-piece suit. All of the pieces are black. <laughs> Anyways, Cal Kemp versus Walter. What do you have to say for yourself, motherfucker? Uh, Explain yourself. I love Kemp. He was jobbed. Wrongfully jobbed. Ooh. Hashtag old boys club. Ooh. <laughs> uh, wasn't it a old boys network or some shit? I don't remember. I don't understand the <laughs> reference, but I'm going to act like I do, and I am shook. <laughs> it's just dumb private <laughs> message shit. Oh, okay. So it's it just an insight. Just. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. Uh, Walter gets the win, and in his own words, uh, Kyle Kemp jobs out to him. Very sad. But Walter goes forward as we move on to the semifinals QDT versus Tia Blaze. Uh, Tia. I'm very close to removing you from the call. You're you're on notice, motherfucker. I'm so on it's edge like on show. this on this podcast, probably because I have to review two fucking shows. 
Yeah. Yep. Power say, as you get sidetracked by like every little thing that comes up. Yeah, like I come as like, oh, uh, we're just gonna breeze through glory. We're not gonna spend too much time on it. Oh, uh, oh, uh, Kevin Owens segment on a fucking <laughs> SmackDown that I saw on our Google page. <laughs> oh, I'm a mess. Um, uh, the sad thing is, I don't have much to say about this match because QDT winning is awesome. If TO won, it would have been awesome as well. But I'm okay with QDT winning because he's fucking QDT. So really that long either it's kind of um so yeah, i think it was good that the matches most of them didn't seem to go on yeah good long thing don't need i think that was matches. the point yep oh, yeah that, that was the point um next segment is actually pretty fucking hilarious it's the nickelback performance that gets cut off by hajit uh brand new heel hajit saying it makes me think it makes me sick that you think this is true music. That was trash. Pure American trash. Not not getting in on the fact that Nickelback is Canadian, but okay. Um, basically, Hajip puts out an open challenge, and thankfully... Okay. What? What did you say? Not you, not you, not you. <laughs> let, me, let me mute real quick. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's what's going on over there. You know, that noise could be so many different things, and I don't want to guess which one it is, so I'm just going to move you on. Feel about how you will. The uh, thing I just noticed about Hajit uh, is his entrance music is just, quote, terrorist-type music. What the <laughs> fuck does that mean? And, Listen. All right. <laughs> Onward. Harry, did it. Harry coming out. Harry, the big hero from Atlanta, Georgia, coming out to stop the big, bad terrorist. Um, and one of the only times during his whole retirement tour that he actually gets a win, which is which is nice because he's a good boy, that Harry Dieteru. <sighs> what, what a winner tonight at Glory! As uh, Hajit is all caps furious. Um, moving on to something that I think is actually kind of interesting is this red, white, and Bruce segment. Every single show. There is a, a red, white, and bruise segment without him. <laughs> and most of the time, it's uh, Carly Nash and Nikki just running down whatever town they're in, whatever people they're talking about. But this is different because this is the independence they show. And in character, Carly Nash's parents are both uh, military people, I believe is what it says. Uh, yeah, dad serves with military and mom is currently yeah, serving. Read. I don't know what to say to that one. I'm just, I'm just stunned. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was out of line. You're love out of you. line. I don't. <laughs> you gotta love yourself, Frank, before oh, you can no, love no, it. No, no. Oh, no, I love myself, Frank. I don't love you oh. at all. Oh, sorry. That's what I meant. <laughs> the point I, that I, I was trying them. to get is that for one night, because it's Independence Day and because of her family's ties to the Terry... Uh, Red, White, and Bruiser actually faces against the Talent Enhancers, which is kind of neat. And I kind of like it because, um, spoiler alert, next match is for the tag team. <coughs> it's the... Jesus. Oh my god. Yeah, god. <laughs> She's it, dying. It's the Talent Enhancers versus Red, White, and Bruiser. If Talent Enhancers loses, they leave AW forever. Spoiler alert. No! Spoiler, Mike Bibby! Spoiler alert. Yes, they lose. <laughs> They're gone forever. No more Mike Bibby. Say goodbye. 
baby. <laughs> Listen, I don't give a shit who this thick base is or whatever the joke is. I don't care. <laughs> Mike baby. His name I remember is... when I it was awesome when I was thirteen and I got my first Mike BB gun. That was my favorite <laughs> childhood memory. <laughs> This, oh, oh my god, I'm lightheaded from all of this. Holy fuck. Oh god. This is, oh, what the fuck do you want on Snapchat? Get the fuck out of here. Um, pout in this match. Right, so baby, uh, just spent like, yeah, kicked off. They're, big they're, sad. It's the big gone. sad. Uh, yeah, big sad. Down in the answers, they were, they were a fun jobber team, controlled by They'll Dory. be back. They'll be back. They'll never I, die. They were cornerstones of the upbringing of AW. You, you know, that's a weird thing to think about, but you're kind of, and I don't know how to feel about that. Because <laughs> I remember in the admin cast when Tori was talking about putting uh, the Cowboys... All these shitty characters? Oh, never mind. Sorry. Fuck that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Get, get your girlfriend. Demon always gets caught in your throat. That's the problem. <laughs> Have her drink like a soda after. <laughs> Anyways... Anyways, uh, moving on this to is the a bad idea. Andre Jensen and Magic Maddox segment where Magic Maddox is talking about uh, his grievances having just been beaten, uh, having, uh, having the Leviathan just beat him up recently until Magic and Andre are, uh, is this the segment? Yeah, they're accosted by Ty- Tyson Black and Kevin White. Some some no name jobbers and they get beat up easy peasy and this kind of sets up their segment on the following clash but yeah uh, Jensen and Maddox working together nice nice and we got the main event for the United States Championship the finals of the Glory Tournament Walter versus Q D I actually have a question that I just now remembered um, about Walter. Yeah. Because I was uh, I was looking at his um, his profile earlier just to like freshen up for when you were coming on. Are you a big fan of Dragon Ball Z? No. Because the character of Walter actually. I am. I am. I am. I am. Is Walter not just Broly <laughs> from DBZ? Let me look at this roster thing. <sighs> Broly, I don't... Did, did your... Motherfucker, did you copy my fucking... <laughs> you motherfucker. Finish your sentence. Why, why am I saying Walter in caps, space that I invented this clearly as my username? <laughs> you invented it. I invented it. No. Do you have... Do you, do you have Yours the, upside down. Do you have the patent for it that we can see? Uh it's Sonny's uh, roster entry. Yeah, just just look at his general gimmick and uh, specifically the, the se- specifically the part about the leash. Is that not just Broly? Broly's dad. <laughs> <laughs> so Edda is Broly's dad, and Walter is Broly confirmed. Don't understand. Great. These are more just more anime ideas. shit. Just yeah, anime. nerd shit. I knew that nerd. Lockhart would get into it. I knew that Singh probably wouldn't give a shit, but. I, I that was just an observation that I had that I want to point out is that Walter's character is basically Broly from DBZ. That's great. That's great. More accusations of my plagiarism of things I'm not even <laughs> goddamn aware of. Tremendous. 
Shut up, Jack London. Shut up. Shut up. Jack London. Oh my god, that's a deep Hashtag cut. white fan. Jack London forever. Jet sweet Jack London. Oh, I'm gonna send a fucking link of Broly in the fucking Skype call. I think can see this motherfucker. Yeah, Broly is uh, which version of Broly? The tank, new? absolute unit. Uh, the uh, the transformed, like the legendary Super Saiyan. Which from from the old from the nineties or from Super movie? God, nineties dead. Okay, because <laughs> there's a difference. But uh, God, yeah, you, I haven't seen the movie. It's Sad. really good. You should watch it. Yeah. Yeah, me, me and Singer are going to go watch it together. Wish yeah. I had a chip in, my, chip in my neck that someone would cause me great pain and suffering. <laughs> Look at the Skype. Look at the Skype chat. That is what that is what Walter is. I'd fuck that. <laughs> he is just muscle and hair. Just a tank. Absolute unit. Anyway, yes. let's, let's get back on track. Uh, anything that you have to say about this? Your crowning achievement in AW so far? Uh, Lee predicted it. Lee did predict it, and I got pissed at him for fucking jinxing me. And well, it did, I did not. Yeah, it didn't seem to yeah. hurt you all that much. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I'd like to thank all the little people that jobbed to me throughout the year. <laughs> oh my god! And no, 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 also, no, 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 no. We need names. We need names. Give us names. Uh, Ethan King. Anybody, uh, anybody who's ever been in a goddamn ring with me, other than Odin Belfour, that son of a bitch. Okay, fair enough. I oh, agree. And Joey Flash. Oh, also Joey Flash. I can I go. Him. Never be Flash. Either. But Joey fuck Flash. them both. Joey Flash is the goat. I can Roger go. Payton's gonna eat my asshole. So that's yeah. Fine. And then he'll profusely apologize for having to do it because he's a nice boy. The next storyline is fucking Roger Payton trying to get as big as Walter, so he just keeps injecting, and like every segment, like every week, is him getting like like slightly bigger <laughs> until he is he's the same size. Oh my god! <laughs> and then Bobby Rage comes out, fucking rage slams them both, and then they both die. Oh god! Don't don't get what you described is the Vince McMahon wet dream of the year. <laughs> Also, I think it should be pointed out. Uh, props to QDT for making it this far in the tournament. He he really is one of the new cornerstones of AW now. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think that he should probably be in like that main event picture at, sooner rather than later. I concur. I think after this, uh, the end of the Wade and QDT feud, they'll both probably be picture. Yeah, probably so. You know, they're taking each other out for a nice little date at the moment, you know? Yeah. They have so, a nice... You know. Well, actually, we're going to get to that because that's yeah. the, that's the end of Glory. Very good okay. uh, match, heavy show, very good stuff. Yeah, 50 minutes just for one show. Uh, God, how long have we been recording? 50 minutes? Oh, no, we've been 15. recording... No, we've been recording no, for more. 40 minutes. Exactly. I thought we were recording for more, but okay. Anyways, that's it for Glory as we move on to uh, the episode of Clash. Um, what did you think about this episode of Clash? Personally, I feel like this, to counterbalance Glory, this was a very segment-heavy show. There was like, oh, I haven't read it. There were barely any like really important matches, I would say. A lot of it I was thought... just like quick filler-ish matches and big segments, big long segments. 
I thought you were going to say there were barely any important uh, segments, and I was going to shit myself at your audacity. <laughs> no, no, no. There were some. There were some important segments, mostly concerning you, of course. But uh, uh, we actually start with a big That's segment. A nice That's why I got him on the podcast because <laughs> Dieter wanted to do. His moment's before. over. It's over. Oh, it's just begun. He is the new champion. Shut the fuck up and play your switch as we talk about <laughs> important things. No, I'm fucking doing it now. That's it. I'm I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> R.I.P. Okay, I'm here. <laughs> right. A royal opening. A royal opening. Uh, the big custom entrance of uh, the ro- the royal family coming out in a, a with Clydesdales. Oh man. This is a great entrance. It's a it's a really good entrance. I will, I will agree with you, Dare. Um, very pro Clydesdale. Yeah, Clydesdales are awesome. So, uh, curiously enough, uh, Estrella Louise is not currently with the royal family. Intrigue. Uh, to summarize the segment, they come out, they start running down people, and I believe it's Kennedy. Or it's either Kennedy or Lizzie who proposed the idea of going up against, um, God, who is a QDT or something, or for Walter. They're going after Walter. There you go. There you go. Because uh, I'm trying not to just read the segment. I'm trying to actually remember what I read before the show. But um, they're coming after Walter to try and lay claim to his U.S. title and. Uh, one of those things, one of the funniest things is that uh, the crowd starting QDT and Lizzie Hope starts for, for some reason chanting PewDiePie. I don't understand why, but she does. To mock QDT. They're, they're, they were chanting QDT, so she's just mocking it with PewDiePie. That's all. I, 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 yeah. Anyways, uh, a lot of talk about Walter's fat ass in this whole entire tribe. <laughs> It's not well, it's thick. thick. When he sees, like, seven C's. Seven Make it eight. No, no, I would eight and a half, even. I'd go nine and a quarter. Whoa. Okay. okay You're well. stretching it just a little bit, but I'll give it You've to never... you. That's a highball. It's a highball, but... Ten if it were in the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just want to point some shit out, because I noticed it here somewhere. Uh-huh. QDT and Lizzie are doing a great job of... um selling each other in because oh. I, I read their uh role plays and they were both mentioning how the other one like in the contention of being like next up and shit and it's really good to see not like these losers like fucking lockhart and shit and past knack past and knock fucking Blaster tear smash. people down yeah that who just people down don't give anyone props this is how you eat people qdt and uh lizzie hyping each other up that's what we like I- to see I have a question, Lee. Does your girlfriend know that you control a character named Lockhart? Because if she doesn't, I like to imagine that she has no context and thinks you're just ripping on this guy named Lockhart for no reason. <laughs> no, no, no. no, she's aware. Okay, cool. Uh, she's aware I'm a big fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> right on cue. Right on cue. I really think that Lee's girlfriend is a better co-host than Lee is at times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's a worse lay, to be fair, so. <laughs> she's a what? <laughs> oh, my God. 
sing, control yourself. Now, I, need to, I need to run this back in. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to give it a listen. You'll give it a listen, uh, Ethan. Here. And then I'm just going to hit you in PM like, uh, you fuck up. <laughs> another thing about this, um, I didn't notice this until QDT said it. The name of the town that this show takes place at is called Boonerville. And I'm a child at heart. I kept reading that as Boonerville. I'm sure someone made a joke about that at some point during the show. but Well, that was right in the opening segment. I think that's the first yeah. thing they said. Yeah. Bonerville. Bonerville. That's that's funny. That's funny to me. But QDT track uh, QDT is selling his uh, selling his loss big because he is uh, barely functional because he got whipped around by like three different people over the course of a single day, not but like four days ago. But he's still raring to go. He's still raring to fight the royal family all by himself basically. And then uh, surprise, Australia Louise was here all along. And whoa, let's see, is, is this the no, this isn't. This isn't the. Uh, no, it's Bo Blaze with the chair shots that I want to talk about later. Oh, for fuck's sake! But uh, yeah, uh, Billy, not Billy, QDT is being just destroyed by. I say, I say Billy because there's that one part of commentary where Chris Avery's like, "Get help! That's our colleague out there." Because Jen is also in getting assa- assaulted, and Billy's excuse for not going out there is, uh, "My knees ain't what they used to be." <laughs> But something, the, something, something, something. Lee's girlfriend. Listen, the. Oh man, I told you to control yourself, and you're not. Hey, uh, cute, shout out to QDT here, bringing in uh, Tawny and Jenna into this um, yes. segment. That's yeah, proper wor- proper world building. That's yes. uh, good stuff. That's lore right there. But the big climax of this is that. At the very end of this, the Leviathan comes out, saves QDT, and gives him a big hug. And QDT says thank you to him. That was cute. It's very cute. And there's going to be a Not reader. kiss. <laughs> not, not kiss. <laughs> not kiss. <laughs> oh, my God. You just fucking reminded me. Fucking. <laughs> Mike, Mike Tyson. I broke my back. What part of your back, Mike? Spinal. <laughs> 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 okay we'll, we'll right. talk more about QDT and the Leviathan later on but uh, we have another segment to get to Camilla uh, Gonzalez in the back with one Robert Rage Esquire uh, Bob Angry Bob Angry why am I not booked I want to be booked I have an ironclad contract you'll give me a match right now <laughs> I wonder if this shit was shots at me, uh, in the fucking AW chat to me every week. Maybe. I would Ooh, that's good. I hope so. I would not I be hope surprised. So. <laughs> Give me a match. He said, he said, ironclad contract. What was Ethan King's last nickname? Oh, was it not Iron Ooh, Heart? Yep. Iron Heart. Oh, the connections. Nah, let's be real. Told you didn't fucking read WCF. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. But as <laughs> about to say tort bearing lee confirmed i remember on fucking wcf it boards i wrote some shit on, on torture like i shot on him and i'm like oh versus for the hardcore title and he's just like oh ethan king you're a great competitor yeah you deserve the shot at the omega title i'm sorry i couldn't give it to you and then just ignored my challenge he fucking didn't give a fuck about <laughs> ethan king fucking lmao uh fucking yeah alpha Kobe. division cunt 
Yeah, Camille says for Bobby Rage to leave the arena because she, because he's made her angry, and he leaves, supposedly. Imagine uh, trying to out anger Bobby Rage. Can't, it, it can't be done. He is. He, that's his secret. Cap. He's Can always that become angry. a match, like a stip. What like? What like? <laughs> whoever becomes the most angry wins. Like connect like a like a heart monitor or something to you, and like, <laughs> as you go on in the match, and as you're as you're is that heart, a heart rate works? The angrier you are. <laughs> I assume that's how it works. I have a basic understanding of biology. It's a joke. Don't worry. Uh, and that's a nice, fun, quick segment. This next segment is actually quite long. Um, uh, this was a segment like, when I was reading through the show. I was like, I was always like, I'm going to try not to read the whole segments wholesale like I like I like to do and like you fucking make fun of me for doing Lee. But this, I, looking at this segment, I was like, yeah, there's no way I'm going to read all of this. And that's why I, I just started summarizing and picking up bits and pieces. Of Dean this cuts segment. backstage to the catering area where we see Dane Preston sitting down finishing his meal. <laughs> he polishes off the last bite of the foot. Okay, I'm done. All right. Oh, thank you. So. Thank you. Um, basically, Dane Preston's here, um, and here's the thing about Johnny Styles and Al Envy. They are just straight up bullying him like it's high school. <laughs> like, that, that's just straight up what this is. Um, and lots of coffee gets thrown around. By the way, I will say this. Al Envy is in the segment, even though he has been moved to the roster archives. Al Envy is no longer a member Rest of... Rest in peace. Moment of silence. AW. Recipes for um, who the fuck is Al Envy? <laughs> Jesus. Moment of silence. Be respectful. All right. Moment observed. Now back to the segment. That's part of the cat before. <laughs> well, yeah, like the three consecutive seconds of silence. Uh, All right, Frank. We're relying on you. You're the only one who probably read this. Sing, did you read this whole show front to back? I read the whole show, but you better believe I uh, skimmed this part. So <laughs> I I read through this whole segment, and I do have I have some things that I would like to say, but I just want to get through the same. Uh, it's this is just furthering the L.A. Giant Styles and uh, Dane Preston feud. But the big twist that comes out of all this is that Ryan Elias has formally joined up with L.A. Johnny Styles and Al Envy and. Uh, they basically assault Dane Preston and throw hot coffee on him and burn him up real nice. That's messed up, man. Big thing that I want to get to is this segment, uh, I think that this segment was was too long in the tooth. Hold up, hold up. Before you do your hot take, can I just say, missed opportunity, when the coffee was thrown, why didn't FPV... Come in and be like, that was food coffee going to waste. Mm-hmm. Fucking crying about his... That is like, such a... In, big, my, in my store, that yeah. would never have happened. That's a big... That's, you're right. That's a big missed opportunity. And I should have been involved in this segment for that brief one second cameo. <laughs> All right, own, now back to the hot take. Uh, hot take. This segment was way too long in the tooth. Giles is basically shooting on Dane Preston on this, which is fine. But he's cutting a whole ass RP... That's basically a segment. This this feels like an RP that was paced into the middle of the show, um, and that's one thing. That's a thumb, that's something that's a uh, you can just like cut stuff out of it. But 
Another big issue of the segment is that at the very end of the segment, Dean Preston, he has hot coffee poured all over him. He's got, like, bits of glass thrown his his way. He, you expect him to be out of commission for at least a week because hot coffee is very painful. I've seen pictures of the lady who was famous for the uh, fucking, uh, like, the McDonald's. Here's the I thing see. about, here's the thing no one talks about in that settlement with that coffee. That coffee was so hot that it actually, it went through her pants. It, like, gave her third-degree burns on her legs and fused okay, pieces yeah. fused pieces of her labia together. Keep going. Keep going. I'm close. Keep going. I'm close. <laughs> no. I know that your girlfriend isn't probably laughing at what you just said, but I like to imagine that she is. <laughs> but no, yeah. Dave Preston's covered in coffee. You think that he's going to be out, like, literally a segment later... As, like one segment later, he's coming out perfectly fine. Wins his match easy peasy. Wait, no. Keep talking about the woman. No, that's not <laughs> the point that I wanted to add. The point that I'm trying to make here is that it feels like Dane Preston's no sling. The, the sad thing is, I know that's not the case because, like, he had nothing to do with it. Yeah, he had nothing to do with this segment, I don't think. I think if this segment went on after Dane Preston's match, it would have made a lot more sense and gone over a lot better. Another thing, so we, another so thing, we're all in agreement that Tort sucks. This is one of those times where he just he gets so excited about posting his coveted AW Clash shows that he... I'm kidding. That's not the case. No, fuck. Here. Let's bury the bury the admin cast. Fuck them. I've got a title now. I don't care anymore. I'm done kissing ass. Damn. We got a we got a loose cannon on here. He, he he's a loose cannon, but he gets results. That's true. Next week. You know who's not? You know who's not loose? Is that woman whose labia is fused together? She is not. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> you know, I forgot how the first. I forgot the first time I had him on this podcast. I forgot how that went. Now I remember, and I'm regretting getting him on this podcast. One hour, one hour in. One hour in, everybody. Oh, boy. But um, <laughs> uh, another thing that I think should be stressed about this is that if you're in a feud with someone, you and that person, you need to communicate fully on segments. Because from what I've heard, there's been like very little in ways of communication between Giant Styles and Nate Preston. Y'all need to be working together on this, like, constantly, and not be keeping each other in the dark about things like this, because this... Yeah, segment, squat up, squat up. This segment creates uh, an inconsistency in the show that is that is just glaring when you first read the show. It's very glaring, and that's my hot take. Work together more on your feud. Oh, that's a dual tone. Soak some up and realize you brought this shit so, on yourself. Um... Oh. Uh, all right. Well, that's a that's it for my hot take. Uh, we're gonna move on to the first actual match of the show: Zombie McMorris versus Chad Wagner. Is Chad Wagner a noob who's debuting tonight, or is he a jobber character? He is neither. I don't believe. I think he's um a guy who has not role played in his couple matches. Well. Uh, that's an easy win for Z-Mac. I mean, what else is there to say? What is that noise? What was that? I'm uh, uncorking a nice uh, oh, triple, oh. triple distilled Irish whiskey. Green green spot. 
okay. Frank, you're too young for this. <laughs> Listen, never mind. Uh, the big thing about this match is at the very end, Bo Blaze comes out and he gives Z-Mac so many chair shots to the head. It is... Because here's the thing. I believe uh, he gives Z-Mac more chair shots here than The Rock gave Mick Foley like, at their I Quit match. The one famous for the chair shots. So for all intents and purposes, Z-Mac should basically have brain damage at this point. You say uh, that like Z-Mac doesn't have brain damage. Like, what are we talking about? Mac didn't choke out a dude with his own intestines or whatever that happened. <laughs> you know, that's actually a very... Z-Mac probably does have brain damage from the years of cocaine abuse, but it's very... And there's another... I think there's another segment later with another large amount of chair shots to the head, but uh, at the end, this comes out, he shouts, Welcome to hell! And everyone's like, oh my god, how could you do this, Bo Blaze, you monster? Because Z-Mac may be a coked-up madman, but he is the people's coked-up madman. They won't stand for this. Uh, so yeah, the former partners are going at it, and who will come out on top as we move Yeah, on. that was actually a uh, running theme through the show. As a look at the main event, there was also another duo that uh, went up at it. Against one another. So this was actually the uh, the tag teams coming to verse each other. Yeah. The breakups. Yeah, the yeah breakups. it's a really emotional episode. A very emotionally charged episode. You got uh, 11 billion chair shots to the head. You've got hot coffee and glass. You've got Walter. <laughs> I do not know where I was going with that, so I just said the first word that came to my mind, which was That's Walter. Good. Walter's ass. Walter's ass. Thank you, Nick. Moving on to uh, next match, Dane Preston versus Jacob Lister versus Chase Jackson. Yeah, uh, as opposed, like we said earlier, Dane Preston comes out perfectly fine, not like he just had a bunch of <laughs> hot coffee thrown onto him. And let's be mm. real, Dane Preston's nuts were probably fused to his thighs throughout oh. this entire match. <laughs> let's be real. I think that, like, continuity is always going to be an issue when... In a segment-heavy show. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. It's not Dane's fault. I don't. I don't even really think it's Johnny's fault. In a sense, I think like it's. Mm-hmm. You just have to figure out a way to sequence segments and matches that flow together better. Um, I'll say this: I don't think the show should have started with three segments back to back, even if one of them was really short. You should Mac and. Uh, Bo Blaze and their whole thing in the middle between those segments. Yeah, one of the segments, yeah. I think wow. it would have flowed better, but I'm right. not an admin head, so I don't know. You think you are. You clearly think you are. You think you are. You can do their job. Yeah, you, you're just doing this to get on the admin cast. This is basically pumping up your resume a bit. So that you can <laughs> Listen, I've been, on the admin I've, cast. I've been an admin before. It's not all it's cracked up to be. I'm perfectly fine where I am right now. Thank you very much. Did yeah, you do anything? I banned one guy because, oh, because so you did more than Singh did. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> I, like <laughs> some guy went to this is back in WCF, but some guy went to Odin's PMs and started PMing him, PMing him, asking him to like join his Fed, and Odin told everyone, and uh, Kurt was like, 
all right, new admin, Frank, you're on it. And I'm like, okay. And I went to ban him. I'm like, I don't know how long to ban him for this specific event, so I'm just going to perma-ban him. <laughs> so I told Kurt, he's like, damn, you, you're not fucking around, are you? <laughs> and then that, that level of power was never realized again. Yeah, because I didn't really have anything else to do after that. Because everyone, yeah. everyone was on their Base was a better admin than you. Yeah. Anyways, Dane Preston comes out perfectly fine, and the match. Congratulations. Good win. Congratulations. Uh, moving on, um, we have a Estrella Louise segment. She's back after a month-long stint in the clink. And so, go ahead with that name again. Do this one again. Estrella Louise. Nice. Nice. Tasty. Very tasty. So, uh, Louise comes out and... She basically puts out a manifesto to her new gimmick, her new viewpoint. Um, she is anti-American, and specifically she's against the justice system because of the injustices that she faced as a Mexican-American thrown in jail. And this segment was actually kind of teased by Estrella on the previous podcast. And so this did come out of surprise, but I think this is good. This is this is when you're in a heel stable. It's good to have a gimmick like this to set yourself apart. Because I think everyone in the royal family has their own thing that they're working. This is Estrella's. She's rallying against the justice system for being shit. And the fans are chanting USA, USA, and go away, Estrella. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most American thing. Like this. <laughs> this Mexican American girl's like, I was in jail. I I suffered so many injustices, and people are like, boo, go away, you suck. <laughs> yeah, you guys are messed up. Damn. <laughs> this is a good segment. I like this. I like uh, I like this take character who has been previously the ultimate like goody goody sweetheart. I think this is a um little twist, little uh, yeah, little sour to it. Good. Yeah. Good job. It helps to give some character to a stable that's filled with like really, I guess, unique and more out there characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause it make a change and kind of stayed the same. You ended up getting kind of like overshadowed by like Lizzie and Kennedy. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's good to differentiate. A great way to set yourself apart as we move on to Another match, RJ Collins versus Scott Slayer. Um, you know, I've been paying attention to this RJ Collins guy. Who is he? I feel like he's someone that I should know about. Are you selling right now, FPV? Because you do know. I haven't read an RJ Collins. FPV's just selling, so. Yeah, but we got a no-sell. Yeah, we... <laughs> I'm in the, I mean, I know who it is, but I'm, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to out the guy. Oh. I, haven't, but, I haven't read yet, so... I don't think you can get it on style. Tell me, you read if you can get it on style. I'll be impressed. I'll try. I'll try to read his RPs and I'll see if I get it on style. But um, we FPV. You know, what are you talking about? Know who would any? Okay, FPV. Never mind. Mother. <laughs> I'm trying to do a thing. Uh, anyways, we all, <laughs> as opposed to none of us who none of us know who RJ Collins is, but we all know who Scott Slayer is. Um, Scott Slayer, he is the uh, he's a young lad from WCF, and uh, he sadly no showed this week. So this was a because he's because he's dropping a fucking mixtape. Deal with that information. 
I actually did not read thread. Uh, wow. Oh, even I read that one. <laughs> it was like two sentences long. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to read it. He's writing a song. Dropping super hot fire. And I cannot fucking wait. Flair, uh, you need to post the song when you fucking finish it. I demand yes, you, you, to hear the goddamn you, song. You've hyped it up enough. You need to post here. Yep. Undeep. All right. But, uh, yeah, RJ Collins gets the easy win as we move on to a Derek Vaden segment. Um, oh, big, my yeah, boy. My boy, Derek mm. Vaden. Um, mm. His big thing in this segment is that people are asking him if he is moving up to the heavyweight division now that he is no longer cruiserweight champion. And he says, no, I need to get that cruiserweight title back from Pasternak. And so I'm saying... Uh. Well, no, no, I think this is good for him because I think he said it himself that he prefers to stay in this division anyways, so he's just going to... I think he's going to stick with this a bit longer, get more title reigns, establish himself more as the face of the 201 division. I think this is a good decision for him. But I just want 4K roleplays of Vaden and Lockhart chilling out, roasting each other on IT boards. That'd be nice. So. We'll, we'll get those eventually, but you got to wait for them. you gotta, you got to build up... A... i gotta, I got to let him cook. Yeah, you got to let it. You got to let it marinate. You got to get let it simmer. Yeah, put some oregano on that bitch. Mm. Next Thanks, up, we have the new team of Femdom versus the Savage Gods. Now, Femdom. One of the characters in Femdom is Dane Preston's in-character <laughs> wife, correct? Yes. All right. Um, Allison Preston. Allison Preston, and of course, Savage Gods is Noble Savage and Owen Balfour. We already knew that. Um, and uh, we get a noble savage Odin Balfour victory. Almost, I, I'm just talking just to talk at this point. I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> the first words that come into my head. Oh God, mm. I was going, I was going somewhere with that sentence. I don't know where, but I was going somewhere. Well, it's a first draw on their fucking debut match. I don't know if they pissed off Tort or what, but like, that's your that's your debut match is tough stuff. Yeah, that's rough stuff. Going up against Odin and Noble in your first match. Well, it, you can, they can't all be winners. And do you have anything to say, Lee? You're being awfully quiet. Oh, that's a tough draw. <laughs> great, great stuff. Yeah, no, but uh, their their RPs, RPs are good. I read, I uh, didn't like pour over them, but I sort of skimmed through them. Their style is good. They'll work here. I think they'll be a good addition to the tag scene and also to flesh out uh, kind of the world of, you know, Dane Preston and the like, because I think there's other people that have history with them. Excellent. Yeah, it's always good to get a strong... I was about to say, it's always good to have, like, a strong tag division. I think that we have one right now because of all the teams that are just dumping themselves in. So, mm -hmm. uh, including this team, uh, we move on to an Andre Jensen and Magic Maddox segment. So, the past few weeks, Andre Jensen's been going with the 700-word gimmick in his segments, which have been funny. But Magic Maddox uses magic to reset the counter to zero for the segment, and it never goes back up. And so, Jensen's like, oh, that's amazing. It's magic. And 
they agreed to be a tag team, and through a lot of logic loops, uh, Jensen decides to name this team Magic the Gathering. The best fucking team name I have ever heard. I've... Agree. Hard agree. That is my... Soft agree. Key. Why soft agree? I just needed to say the opposite to a while. That's fair. <laughs> It's good, it's good to have a contrarian on the cast because we love contrarians. No. <laughs> but um, no, I, Sam Furry is better. Sam Furry is better, but but, but I'm really in the but, yeah, big imagine. butt, Walter butt, Walter butt, <laughs> Walter butt, Bolton boot. <laughs> oh, I've lost control of the show. Uh, I'm very excited to see where Andre and uh, Maddox go from here. Are they still in the cruiserweight division, or are they just gonna? hop right up onto the um, uh, heavyweight scene in the tag division. I don't know. Well, there isn't really a cruiserweight tag division. Yeah, so. I mean... Wow. I hope they stay in the cruiserweight tag division. I think they'll be champs. <laughs> hey. Imagine being the number one contender and the champ at the same time. <laughs> oh, man. That'd be, that'd be something. The only, the only tag team to ever accomplish such a feat. <laughs> uh, well, moving on, we have uh, speaking of the cruiserweight division, we have a cruiserweight match: Derek Vaden versus Jerry Miller versus Charlie Sadis. Jerry Miller is finally getting her hands on Derek Vaden after basically thirsting over him on the Twitter boards for as long as I can remember. Oh, that's gets, my man's. Yeah, that's my man's. Um, and uh, your man's gets the win. Derek Vaden gets a win against Jerry Miller. He actually pins her. So, so interesting little development uh, Charlie Sadis I don't think is going to get his crucifixion match anytime soon <laughs> <laughs> who is that is that a that's TFK a, yeah that's TFK I believe it's a secondary yeah. character nice which explains why he would know about the crucifixion match in the first place so <laughs> I uh, thought maybe he just listened to the podcast and heard you explain it like in different times so that's how I knew it's also plausible, but you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's great to see the boy Derek win. He's 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 great. He's the opposite of angry. He's great. Kick their dicks. Kick their dicks. Kick all the dicks. And we move on to another cruiserweight match: Andre Jensen versus Shane Drexel. This is a very short match. Uh, Jensen gets a very easy win over Shane Drexel. Not much to really say about this match, honestly. Nat 20. Nat 20. They'll fuck you up. Uh, next match is Harry Diderot versus Ryan Elias. Another stop on the Harry Diderot retirement tour. Ryan, having just made his allegiances known with Johnny Styles and uh, Al Envy, and he gets the win here against Harry Diderot, so getting a little momentum for his, uh, I, I don't know if it's a heel turn, I don't know if it was face before this, but if he wasn't before, he's definitely one now, so. Any words on this match, gentlemen? Right, which one? Oh, this one. Hmm. <sighs> Pay attention. <laughs> did you, look, did look, you notice? Look, Lee, I did know you. Did you notice the coming out? I got ADHD. I'm sorry. Did you, did you talk about that? Because he hope came out. Did you mention this? 
Did she? Now you have me fucking second guessing everything about this. Oh yeah, Lizzie Hope is here. And okay, I I'll generally read the beginnings and endings of matches, and because those are usually where the important bits of information that I need to glean from them. Uh, if something is like piece of info is buried, kind of like it is here, I tend to gloss over it. So thank you for pointing out. But Lizzie Hope does show up. Um, what does she do? Does she just stand No, she just makes her presence known. Her and uh, Elias have had a thing for a while, so... That is true. Uh, they a rivalry spans an entire month and two separate matches. And they're picking up right where they left off. So... Here's the thing. Ryan still wins the match either way, so uh, it'll be interesting to see where that line goes. That that is a very under the radar story compared to everything else that's going on with the royal family. I don't think that Lizzie versus Ryan Elias is the main one on people's tongues, but we'll see. Any anything from you, Lee? Just move forward. We can't wait for him. No. Let's go. Yeah, he's, he's, he's too busy <laughs> sticking his dick in a switch dock. Moving on to a very short, <laughs> very confusing Bow Blaze segment called Blazing Saddles. Um, now, this is something that I don't, I don't understand this reference, probably because it's before my time in AW. He has a vial of something in his hand, and he... So, what that is... What that is, and I know this because I read all his, not all, but I read a bunch of his stuff when I faced him in the first round of the tournament. I believe it is a vial of Z-Max DNA that Bo Blaze was going to somehow take and use to gain more Z-Max-like powers when they were a tag team. Whoa. That's, that is something. That's not what I, I had guesses as to what it Pretty was. Pretty sure. And that was not one of them. That is... Something, holy fuck. <laughs> this feud became a lot more interesting to me all of a sudden. This is a very short segment, but it's... I'm gonna start paying attention more to Bo Blaze in the future. This is being. Yeah, Bo Blaze is a different character. His stuff is good, because it's not um, every character you read. It's not the same sort of stuff. I liked it when I was reading it in prep. Yeah. QDT seg? QDT seg. He's got two girls uh, arguing over, oh, yeah. basically. Jenna Bauer and Tawny. Uh, uh, Jenna is asking what the hug with uh, Leviathan was all about. Not getting any straight answers. <laughs> Best friends. Just friends. He's going he's to ignore both of them for the uh, wait, and it's going to be glorious. Oh, yeah. We, we need more... <laughs> Your representation in AW and QDT slash Leviathan is, I am here for it. That's the shipping that I need in my life. It's going to be QDT and Wade, and they're going to have their first date at uh, the People's Grounds. Is, oh, that yeah. what, is, that what, is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, that is what yeah. it's called. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, man. And then uh, it's going to be real cute. It's going to be a real meet cute. Just a normal dude and a. And Lockhart and Vaden can be there too. It's gonna be, yeah. Um, we got some gay shit going on in AW. Yeah, we we are we are very much we are 
we are much more queer friendly than WCF ever was. <laughs> that's actually the action. I think that's the new AW logo. AW, we got queer shit. <laughs> oh. Well, moving on, we have a big tag match. We got Casey Holiday, Michael X, and Alex Richards versus TFK, Shuttle of, and surprise, surprise, Sam Kitsgrove. Now, this is oh, the was no, or it wasn't. It was Kids Grove. Shut up. Yeah. Okay, once again, FB, you did not read it. it no, was, no, 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 no. I know it was the stuntman. That in general, okay. Kids Grove. I let you on okay. the podcast. I can take you out if I want. Happy you so defensive. Uh, <laughs> this is the other match that I was thinking about when I was trying to think of chair shots because uh, in the middle of the match... Michael X just starts clobbering Casey Holiday with chair shots to the back of the head, and the match gets thrown out as a no contest. Um, and after that, Sam Kidsgrove, the real Sam Kidsgrove, makes his presence known, throwing the stunt double out away, and he turns heel, and he he starts cutting a promo on the state of the entertainment industry in the world today. And he uh, makes a lot of points I agree with, actually. <laughs> Very skilled turn this is. Kids grow versus the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. Yes, good stuff. My, Preston my, or LA Johnny Styles writes a similar length fucking no, thing. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. Basically a role play cut into it. <laughs> no, listen, 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 shut <laughs> Shimmy shit, I'm just giving you shit, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say one of my favorite parts of this segment is TFK uh Kitsgrove says, TFK put out a masterpiece in an experimental film three months ago, didn't you buddy? TFK says, Yeah, it was a thought provoking piece about the way we as a community are drifting towards social and economic collapse because of the way that we're being controlled by the right wing media set on the backdrop of a film war Kitsgrove, how many people how many of these idiots watched it? TFK, 12. Shut up. 12 million isn't that bad. Just 12. Endgame was out. <laughs> that is... That's hilarious. Well, but that's perfectly in character for Shadow to say that as well. <laughs> Considering his salary. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's my salary figure. Isn't that bad? I'm the highest paid... Million. I made that in about a week. So, yeah. I'm the highest paid wrestler in action wrestling. Uh, Odin 20... jumps in. <laughs> uh, 22 films in and these morons just sit and drink at the teat of the big mouse. Uh, uh, so, like, he just starts, like, cutting a pipe bomb on the entertainment industry and about the fans and shit. And uh, all of a sudden, a bunch of security cards go and run them out of uh, the ring. So, yeah. Moving on to our requisite red, white, and segment. They are back to being shit heels. <laughs> Hello, Boonerville. We're sorry we couldn't be here. We're not. <laughs> They're just bragging about how they got rid of the top. Answers. Please, Mike Bibby. Mike Bibby. Uh, all a lot of shit happening backstage. That's probably my favorite. Can you tell us Tort is getting sick of these, like, titles for, like, the uh, segments? <laughs> Yeah, like my favorite one. He's he's just done. Uh, first off, the uh, 
the the Hollywood elite pass by Ryan Lockhart and they just like <laughs> like like nah Lockhart walks. I didn't know that this was a stipulation until like reading this segment. Apparently, by virtue of them like winning, quote unquote. The fucking Hollywood Elite can pick any member of their stable to just put in a world title match. Well, it's the one at uh, Carnage. So yeah, the Carnage is going to be a three-way. It's going to be Lockhart, Richards, and one of the Hollywood Elite, and we'll find out which one next week. I did not know that that was the stipulation. I have the feeling that was announced on like the Twitter board, and I just didn't read it. It's really cool if you ask me, because like all of my uh, defenders have been uh, singles matches, like just one on ones. So this is the first uh, time you're doing like a triple threat. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. Yeah. So that's all that Kimi says. They don't make any more trouble, so like they get that and they leave. Although Miyamoto does get some get a case of lesbian pollen very briefly with Camille Gonzalez before she also leaves. <laughs> and, uh, Richards. Richards is not happy. He punches the wall next to Kamiya. He is, he's just, he is, he is the definition of angry because he got jumped. He's out. like, he's Bobby Rage, like, evolved. Yes, like, he is. He's the, he's in, the, the, in this segment. He's the third step in the Pokemon evol- evolutionary line. Yeah. He's a legendary one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, moving on to a mystery team versus Dagger. Who could the mystery team be? Do, 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 do. It's the man-made gods. Jobber kill. Saying <sighs> man-made gods as though, as though they actually say your name, but in the match, it's just FTV incredible. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right, I, 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 say, I say man-made gods because that's the official name that has come out, but this name was not official when this was written, obviously, so it's just FPV in black. Um, our new, one of our new team finishers, uh, headshot uh, to a guy who's just about to get burning hammered. Just good shit all around. So, yeah, we got some shit to do next week. Coming up next, it's a Walter segment, and I'm going to turn this all over to you, good sir. I mean, I'm not going to go through the whole thing. It's goddamn, we're coming up on two hours already. Yeah, he just basically uh, said that, you know, listed some of the chat you would expect to come for it, Lizzie Hope, or I think I mentioned Dandy or QDT. I uh, just felt like I should turn some sort of segment in uh, after winning the title because I have to pretend to care, right? That's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to pretend this matters. Yeah. I mean, Lock- Lockhart has made a whole career out of pretending to care in AEW. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Actually, actually, no, in hindsight, no. That probably, I should make that joke about Corey, not you, in hindsight. Exactly. There we go. But, uh, no, yeah, you're right. The new champion gets to do a segment on Clash. Shows that you do care, quote-unquote. Um, good shit all around. And, and it sets up uh, contenders in a way does. Oh, it's, it's a good bit of contenders. Yeah, I've been hugging Tort to let me know 
Because, I mean, I'm all for running my own story. I, I had a story planned uh, prior to winning the tournament. And when I assumed I would be losing, I, exact, I knew exactly how it was going to play. Once I won the title, I can't just go forward looking with whoever I want because that would be... Because now you got to focus oh. on defending the title. Yeah, so I was begging him to tell That's me sad. who it is, but uh, he doesn't know. He has no idea. By the way, you said that we're coming up on two hours. We're only an hour and a half into this podcast, my good Yeah. <laughs> it only feels like we had that long talk before we started recording. Mm, that's it. That's... Anyways, we have our main event for the evening. Champion versus champion. This is so fucking stupid. I love, I love this. I ironically so this. dumb. Alexander Pasternak versus So Ryan many Lockhart. takes I want to make on this. Oh, Very please, by all take. means. First of all, for anyone who doesn't know, if we didn't make it obvious, we were setting up the ideal with Beach Crew was we were going to break up prior to Evolution. It was going to happen a week before Havoc. And the idea was we betray Pasternak and because we just thought he's this fucking incredible role player who's going to drop this bomb for Havoc and absolutely dominate, we're like, oh, wouldn't it be sick if uh, he wins Havoc and then we have an evolution chain event and it's this big story and, he, and no matter who wins, we can continue it. That didn't happen. He, he fucking no-showed Havoc. <laughs> he fucking no-showed. Yep. So... All the seeds we'd been planting in roleplays for, like, months died. And then I kept it going because I was like, oh, like, you know, if he gets, like, motivation, we'll end up doing this, like, big feud later. Maybe Tor will be like, oh, yeah, like, Pasternak roleplays, like, a good amount. We'll put him on up there. But no. It didn't happen, and then Tor was like, Tor on this random fucking clash, championship match, 700-word cap, and I was just like, what the fuck? I, hey, I just wanted to die. Here's the thing. You got your wish. You got booked on clash. <laughs> Bro, Monkey every pop. time I say, oh, book me on clash, now he's just, he's trolling me. He's putting me in 700-word caps, 300-word caps. Like, I, hey, I, you I, got monkey pop. Uh, monkey pop wishes. You're welcome. <laughs> And then uh, the I'm ending. also 90% sure this shit was angled. Like, can't confirm, but I'm 90% sure because if you look at our role plays, I went pretty pretty soft. Like, I did, like, surface-level shit for the most part. Mm-hmm. He went, like, up my asshole and raped me. So I... I'm, no, it, I'm it, was ang- it was angled. Tort said it in the uh, chat. He said it was, ang- it was storied and neither of you knew it. And it made him laugh hysterically. <laughs> the fucking side after this stupid arm wrestling match. The side of the spare is, oh, that was that was so good. And the ending of this match. Call back to the second I didn't fucking segment. Read it. I was. I- Bad to fucking read the shit. The inning, calling back to the second segment of the show, uh, Bobby Rage comes out and attacks, I believe, Lockhart, and the match ends in a DQ. 
Oh, good stuff. I I some Robert Anger, some Robert Angui Esquire. So I'm glad that he's still kicking around doing something. And uh, sign off. That's uh, that's Clash. Uh, very, very segment heavy Clash. I'm depressed now. Well, you know what will get you up and not depressed anymore? So some questions. Some questions. Uh, hopefully. Oh, some goddamn key. Let me see who it is. Uh, we got a popular fucking hell. Yeah, you wouldn't do it. You know. uh, Coward. I'm just taking calls. Wrong. You are you coward. <laughs> coward. Hey, it's a fun thing to call people coward. Yeah, just like using it in a random like interaction. Oh my god. Well, I'm not gonna say what it is because I just got sent some spoilers. But oh. but uh, I will acknowledge that I moved to PM. Uh, Person who sent me that PM message, and I give you a tip of that as I move on tip to the cases. <laughs> what did you Some say? Some cases, Fedora. <laughs> tip of the Fedora. <laughs> Walter, you got some questions from QDT. What tactics and thoughts. process going into glory uh like i said i um i didn't expect to win because i thought there were some better stories which maybe that wcf thinking because seth are whenever things would be close like i expect the u.s tournament to be and it was i would always give the edge to whoever had like the better story going on like whoever had put in more time and like had a better overall story in the fed um so i fully expected the QDT or something for that reason so because of, so I expected QDT or so I wrote out how many words I would allot to everybody and I was because I'm not good at staying under 3,000 so I was like I'll do a thousand a thousand words worth of shoot on hope and then I'll do a hundred or about a hundred on six positives and then I wanted there the rest to be story So that was basically how I did it. All right. After you found out about the existence of NXT UK champion Walter, did you consider a name tweak or complete change? I 100% did. I was. I kind of wanted to change it. I was so mad. <laughs> well, so. I'm not like, and I, I. It's not like I have never watched wrestling. When I say I don't watch wrestling, it's just that I don't watch regularly anymore and i know only surface level shit so like a uk nxt championship i'm never going to like it's never going to be on my google homepage, and then i watch the segment so it's yeah it's i was <laughs> i really did i was like maybe i'll just change his fucking name i don't know but it's whatever it's fine it's fine everything's, fine. everything's great That's i'm the goddamn champion some respect no oh mm. oh shit is that a, oh, oh coward <laughs> Oh, oh my fucking god! It's your boy. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> I was, oh, I Great timing. <laughs> wow, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Corey in the house. Pastor <laughs> crap. 
Oh, fuck. I was trying to catch up on the podcast count. Now this one counts for him as well. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, I was going to... The half of the pocket missed because of his nephew. He's going to make up for it with this half because we just started questions. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, guys. You're just in time. Uh, how was Zinner? I was just didn't want to be sure. You uh, fucking asshole. It was, <laughs> it was. It was good. I was. I was gonna jump in and read my whole uh, fact on this peach uh, tea bottle can cap, but Al- I had Alexand- Alexander's apple fact. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but uh, there was a much more natural. Uh, jump in point from where I actually came into like well I guess I'm doing this instead <laughs> well great, scenes. great to have you on um, moving uh, on let me load up the uh, questions thread yeah. um, even though you're going to ask sir, questions anyway question from QDT tell us about the character in WCF I was leaving as you arrived there if I recall correctly so just give him a brief oh, review on Steven Singh the thief in the night uh, oh, Singh yeah Singh was a coward uh, cowardly heel but he also like a technically gifted wrestler uh kind of came into money via his talent and uh grew but grew up dirt poor and never wanted to he's basically pretending to fit in everywhere he went which is why he like wanted to be in a stable so he was in constantly in a stable or constantly tagging with someone who he could uh convince to you know take the take the beatings and he could just rack up a lot ethan king and and the gun wcf the boy, the fucking man, and uh, yeah, and I really, I really got over because during the, you know, their havoc during war, I told like, I really went as hard as I could as far as my shoot went, and then I told Seth that any things I do get have me like steal them from other people, have me like slip in and you know snake away their fucking their pins, and Seth did a. Tri- Tremendous job away. And then in the chat, I hashed Steven Steven and everybody marked out for it. That's really over. 100%. That, that war match, that was that was a brilliant. Because like before that, Singh was always like, yeah, he's like a new guy here. He's, he's kind of cool, I guess. But after that war chat, it was, you were over the fucking moon. <laughs> a lot about Singh was the fact that he should have been buried. Like, honestly. He really... The, the the two uh, world title matches, like, back-to-back. Oh, yeah. But, two but jobs. Man, yeah, like... <laughs> go fucking buried, like, twice in a row. I lost a... You realize, you realize I lost a match that the stipulation was Steven Singh couldn't compete for the world title for the rest of his career, so I just changed... So that I just changed the name of the spell sheet later. <laughs> uh, 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 an absolute Perfect. Perfect kill. Uh, uh, and lastly, your RPs bring to my mind crime drama slash true crime and so on. Fan of this genre? Any film slash book slash uh, show slash whatever that you recommend? Uh, I don't have... I mean, I'm not making deep cuts and I can barely read, so I don't read books. Uh, but the inspiration for the character kind of came from Mindhunter, if anybody watched Mindhunter. I'm vaguely uh, familiar I, with Mindhunter. That's an I watched... It's fucking great. It's David Fincher did yeah. it. It's like an FBI uh, guy becomes obsessed with like learning and knowing the minds of serial killers, and 
Yeah, and sort of like pulls him in and makes him a little crazy too. And that was that gave me an idea for a character, and it kind of went from there. And I also added some Anton Sugar because No Country for Old Men is a fucking goat movie. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, so those are kind of the two places that I drew Walter from. And then Etta, I got more uh, her out of uh, Deadwood, Calamity Jane. Like, I picture her talking like Calamity Jane and nice. drinking like that. I can and hear also, so, uh, Justified, uh, Tim. Oh, fuck yeah. I wanted I wanted to do, like, whoever was trying to keep this Walter guy in line. I wanted to be, like, a Tim Oliphant type, but, like, with more more flaws and alcoholism and, like, self-loathing shit. But it's fucking... Just oh hell yeah! So, uh, n- uh, contrary to what I asked, Walter is not inspired Broly from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Corey, that's anymore. yeah, Corey, That's why there's a picture of Broly in the cast because earlier I compared Walter to Broly from DBZ. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought you were just uh, sucking Denzel Curry's dick again. No, but Denzel Curry is the goat. Um, moving on to general <laughs> questions. FPV, how does it feel to be tagging with feels fucking amazing? I have a tremendous amount of respect for Corey, as I've said on this podcast previously. He's one of the two guys, along with Bobby Cairo, that I look up to the most. And now we're in a tag team together, and it's it's super good. It's super fun, and I'm going to have a great... We're going to kick everyone's ass. Uh, thoughts on the value Sing of with the... me. <laughs> what did you just say? Uh, starting with me. Yes, starting with you. Hey. Uh, thoughts on the value of the internet board. Oh, Discord is such a time. Let's go. The best <laughs> part of the thing. I, I'm never a big participant in the internet board, especially now since the internet title is not a thing in this fed. I feel even less compelled to go in there because it's well, a... probably like the opposites because I'm probably the most active yep. on the internet yeah. board. In I, the you, you are good on the internet board. Because you can just go in there, um, and the good thing about you, as compared to Flash and like 2016 right. era WSA, you don't just immediately bury whoever with like misspelling. <laughs> reason for that, and it has taught pulled me up on it. <laughs> basically, yeah. when we were at the heart of our powers, Beach Crew, whatever, he was basically like, "Yeah, you and Jared need to stop fucking burying and no selling people on the boards." <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, I mean, it's fun, but you're right. <laughs> so, so, like, so I've noticed that your tone in internet messages with people, it's not the same as a Joey Flash. It's like, you you, you bring them up a little bit, but you also, you do, like, tear them down a, a lot. Yeah, I think a good example of that is, like, a Shadow. Like, at times, I'll, like, have, like, a decent interaction with him where I'm not, like, rip, ripping him to shreds, but then I'll also, like, just, just shooting him a little bit. Because it's a, it's a good dynamic, and it's, like, one of the longer running like kind of i guess rivalries yeah in the fed and i like inter because you get to interact with characters that you otherwise wouldn't like i wouldn't Ian and vaden would have zero interactions on the <laughs> show but interact i have interacted with Derek vaden on the iron board so much and like outside of the inner boards i don't think i would ever interact with vaden as fpp but the inner board i will exactly. say it does allow you to do have those interactions yeah and then there's people who are just aren't for it. Like, I'll pester them on the internet boards for months and get zero reaction. Yeah. <laughs> and Fucking buried. 
It's big sad. <laughs> it's, it's, it's great that we have this whole thing with uh, with Jason Wilds getting banned for no selling because now we have a uh, example of what happens when you no sell things. Yeah. Um, what about you, uh, Saint? The IT board. So the uh, subtext of this question here is that uh, in chat about the IT board and uh, the I think it's mostly the down of dis at down of disrespect dollar sign uh, <laughs> thread that people were questioning whether you know it's going too far and this and that Cause somebody even posted in there that it feels starting to feel like OOC shoot but I don't think anybody knows Johnny Styles OOC like Odin doesn't know Johnny Styles OOC it's going to be OOC shoot Johnny um, Styles is in the Facebook chat I will say yeah yeah but I don't think Odin I don't think Odin is. Yeah, Odin ain't, though. Yeah, Odin is yeah. there. So, I mean, Odin does not know anything of him. Oh, see, so, but I think that was a subtext. Is like, because there were also a couple moments where people would like, be in character in the shout box, which, which is, although, <laughs> it's laugh every time, like, every time oh, something doesn't happen. Yeah. 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 And then, or the message, like, anytime someone is in character, in private messages or in the shout box, it makes me laugh so hard. It's my favorite. You thing. know who does that the most? That it always makes me laugh. Oblivion. Whenever I love like, it. When Derek is in character as either Jacob Lister or Oblivion in the shout box, it just makes me laugh. It's it's perfect. Like I love, I love, I love when he when he does that because it's very apparent. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, like, like, there's no like confusion. It's obvious, yeah, it's obvious that he doesn't actually mean what he's saying, but it's yeah. so funny. Yeah. And yeah there's. And that's he's not saying. doing it to be like he's not doing it to get over. Like, oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you at at Clash. Like, oh man, no. He's like, I wonder what you smell like if you were dead. I'm like, holy. <laughs> <shit."> <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Oh. Uh. <laughs> that is. <laughs> that's that's such an oblivion statement. Oh god, what do you have to say for yourself, Corey? You fucking asshole. <laughs> I think he's uh, referring to the uh, the value of the internet board because <laughs> that just came out really like fucking random. Very aggressive. <laughs> yeah, that's what I. I'm asking. What do you think of the uh, the internet board if that wasn't made apparent, Corey? Oh shit. Oh. Uh, okay. Uh, I <laughs> think they came out way harsher than I. It came out. Way Way harsher than I intended it to. I've been really harsh this entire episode. No, Jesus. we've been we've been beat we've been beating him up pretty bad, Corey. Yeah, he's like, a little stuff. Yeah, like he's, he's on edge. He's on edge now. I'm very uh, on edge, but I'm totally making easy. it through. I'm making it through. I'm getting through the questions slowly <laughs> but early. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't. This might actually turn into a thing that we talk about on Admin Castle. Those. That's where I'm going to probably. Okay, that's, 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 that's but, perfectly fair. Perfectly fair. But I will say. Personally, I mainly use the uh, internet board, Sunak, to uh, spin the bro that's kind of cringe Vaden. <laughs> bro, you just posted cringe. <laughs> like, I will I'll, just, I'll just do it for like, uh, I'll send that like five or six times to fucking Vaden or someone, and then just like not post on the IT boards for like two weeks, and then I'll just do it again. Because <laughs> it, it amuses me. <laughs> the AW Internet Board has spawned one of the greatest pieces of AW history, and Ryan ordered 
Pasternak a wedding dress to their apartment <laughs> for, for Pasternak. <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but it was something about Vaden and fucking Alex, like, talking about, like, gay or something, some shit. Oh, uh, yeah. There's the, uh, there's the now-running joke of Pasternak referring to Vaden as a homophobe, like... I've actually, <laughs> actually seen that, I know what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> And then, yeah, I just said something about, like, ordering him a dress. <laughs> Yo, we just rocked up at the apartment. <laughs> Bro, and that's 100% canon. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's what value the internet board has to the Fed. Uh, wedding dresses and shit. All right. Uh, dick sucks some under-the-radar AW talent, if you will. Look at the roster. I, I actually, I've looking talked about belt. It's not going to happen because he's no longer under the radar. Oh no, he's not under the radar. I was not going to say he. I'll actually say, I have already talked about him a lot this episode of the podcast, and I'm not trying to shit on because I think he's actually good. I'm going to say Dane Preston because like yeah. Dane Preston, I I actually like his feud with Giant Styles. I just wish that there was more communication. Yeah, no, I think that's a good one. I think Ryan Elias is also uh, yeah. somebody. Very. Uh, I was going to say uh, Claire Hawkins. Yeah, Claire Hawk. Now that she doesn't have to tell, but Ryan Elias always, is also yeah. always also, underrated. Ryan Elias is also a great answer, especially after this match where he he fucking turned super heel and then got a win over. <laughs> yeah, Corey, we had a whole discussion on coffee and glass and all that. Damn. Because the um, Giant Styles, Dane Preston, Al Envy segment. Yeah, <laughs> you'll have to listen to it later. Post the episode. Oh hell yeah. But, For uh, sure. Yeah, Dane Preston, Ryan Elias, Claire Hawker, all great answers. Anything anything from you, Corey? Um, I don't think, like, the, they literally just signed up and haven't posted anything, but I'm already a fucking furry mark. <laughs> Faulkner yeah, furry. They already declared them as best uh, tag team name. Yeah. Yeah. They're already the best tag team. Good shit. Fuck uh, off, Amolto. I don't need you to record, too. <laughs> Top tips for improving at this e-fetting malarkey. Feel free to tailor this to my narcissistic self or keep it general. I'm going to keep it general. And this is a theme that I've keep been going on. I've been harping on this the whole episode. Communicate with people. Not only just the people that you're feuding with, but just communicate with people in the Fed so that there are no... Oh, did someone just fucking break a glass or something? Jesus. No, uh... The, uh, cap of my Snapple tea on, uh, my headphones, and it dinged. Oh. Oh, okay. okay. But uh, back to what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. Communicate, talk with the people that you're feuding with and all that, and make sure that you're not, like, blindsiding each other because that's not what you want in this environment. That's my big tip is to communicate. I'm going to say consistency. Yeah. Trying to get better quick. The, the way I did it was... was basically, I just kept writing every week. Can pretty much no breaks almost like i wouldn't ask for weeks off and shit i'd keep doing it because i thought i was getting kind of stagnant so i kept just trying new shit every week uh especially with like storytelling like shoot i was always pretty decent at shoot but i was like shit my, my story needs some work and that's why i fucking ask to get booked so much <laughs> because i have these stories i want to get out and I'm not about to post them to the CD board because 
Okay, and no offense to anyone who's used the CD board. I don't even think it exists anymore. <laughs> but uh, no one reads that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm way wrong. Yeah, so I want to write my stories, like my role plays, keep them going. And I also feel like when I don't role play consistently, this is with me. I kind of get like cold almost. Mm. And then when I have to come back to it, I'm just like, shit. Like I snowshowed Evo 2, fun fact. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I messaged um, Corey and Wade uh, maybe days out before Evo 2, and I was pretty much saying, like, yeah, I've got nothing. I'm completely blank. I've got no idea. Like, lost. And, and I, I feel like... Bro, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it, it'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> oh, that's the most core response to that. Oh, man. And I'm not saying, like, oh, yeah, it's fucking torture great biggest fault for not booking me, but it was an aspect, because I hadn't been right. And I was just like, fuck. So, yeah, for me, it's be consistent. Yeah. Uh, fucking Lee went from consistently writing to consistently not getting booked. <laughs> so, Lee, so, Lee, was that part of a strategy for Evolution? Uh, were you sandbagging and trying to convince people that you weren't going to post? I posted before, Mikey. So. Oh, okay. Just <laughs> wanted to no, I, I only told... Uh, that you're I like, only oh, told I'm not him. sure what's going to happen. Oh, no, I have no idea. No, no, no. I didn't post anything in the uh, main chat. I just said, yeah, to Corey and Wade. And they're fucking useless. Wade helped out. Started, started the rumors. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Hey, yeah. You, don't, you don't actually come to me for advice. <laughs> I, I mean, I tried I, to, but I just get, oh, you'll be I too would, powerful. I don't be too powerful. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't come for advice. I just want some good feedback, but all I get is, oh, no, I give you feedback, you're going to be too powerful. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good feedback. Anyways, any more tips? Um, mine is, I, uh, and maybe this is hokey, and, uh, you know, pass the snatch over there can tell me, but they look for a metaphor. Like, I look for a setting or a short story or something that will pertain to whatever the is or whomever I'm facing. Like, for Glory, I said it in a courtroom because I did a, sh- a spiel on how the West is in decline and the justice system's a joke, and also it fit with Walter being let go for whatever he did or didn't do. So, I don't know, I always try to... That's that's how I base... That's how I start my role plays, is I try to figure out something that can relate back to something I'm going to talk about in the, in the RP. Yeah, for sure. That's, um, I think those sort of like themed role plays are most useful in big multi-man matches where everyone's going to go with the same approach of, oh, wall of shoot, uh, mm-hmm. some scene description. Like I did the same thing for the, uh, all in match and I won that. So like, yeah, it, you it's, it's, over that and asked me about it. <laughs> I was yeah. Like, I was it. like, oh, should I do a dumb, like ladder analogy? And he's like, and he was basically like, oh yeah. Like Real if shit. you do it wrong, it's good. We're good. You're You'll probably fight. win. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's it's a, a risk. That's advice but... I've ever given you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, entertaining theme is like a big... Yeah. Uh, so, top... Top tip. Really, oh, at the end of the day, well, yeah, that I... But, like, that's a bad piece of advice coming from me. 
Uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, write shit that appeals to torture. Yes. That is... <laughs> look, we can talk all we want about consistency and like, theme, but at the end of the day, that's really what you should be striving for, is to entertain torture. That's why I wonder yeah. why I'm in a position I'm in. Because I did when I was actually concerned was oh these are gonna fucking like me. <laughs> I write the fucking weird like she style that like some people would just think is fucking cringe, but but they like it. So I mean, torture well, loves me. So how the fuck would he like you? Well, <laughs> Wait, he likes you. When I when I write it. <laughs> oh yeah. Thank you, QDT. Questions as we move on to Kennedy Matthews. Uh, Questions are addressed to Walter. All, your, be. all of your characters are so. Di- <laughs> Something about that statement just stopped. I'm gonna go punch. <laughs> <laughs> There's enough, all, enough of this Walter shit. <laughs> all of your characters are so different. How do you come up with them? Uh, well, like I said, Walter had been uh, knocking around in my head for a while, and um, after I watched Mindhunter, I honestly wanted to do serial killer type of character because I thought the, I don't remember his name, but like the main serial killer that they interview a couple times towards the was so fucking great to watch and think about was what a great gimmick he would because all I ever think about is wrestling because I'm a child. Uh, and Singh was just, that's the old cliche uh, yourself turned up to like to an 11. Just so fucking snarky. Yeah, super fucking snarky but like actually Deeply insecure and like a little bitch boy. Like that's oh. he had a twelve. Drinking, drinking with I know. How does Singh doesn't drink? Wasn't that Sing, like a Singh doesn't drink? Singh didn't drink. He had tea. Yeah. Sanchez and Ethan King were doing heroin, and things like. How does it feel to have out loud? That's such a tough row for the most title. <laughs> oh. Guys, if you didn't know, you have read the question. <laughs> uh, it feels it feels good. It feels lucky. Or like it feels like I got my money's worth when I sent my fifty dollars to Torton Gravedigger. Ooh. <laughs> what are your dream opponents for Walter? I'd like to see him. Defend the NXT UK Championship. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god! Well, thank you for the questions. Wait, before Ball. hold on. Before yes. we move on, before we move on, I want to give a shout to uh, Kennedy Matthews and Australia uh, Louise. I actually. Said it to Australia earlier, I think, on the pod. But uh, those two coming from WCF and what they were doing there at first are doing so much better now. Uh, Hold on, my wife just walked in to judge me while I talk to you nerds. What do you want? Damn. All right. Good night. Fucking judging me. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, they're doing doing such a better job. They really don't want their characters and uh, hats off to them and because they I felt like they kind of bounced around between a couple characters in WCF and could never find their groove or were never really happy there so 
kudos to uh, to the royal family. God, now you're making me feel dumb. Stop standing there. Making me say <laughs> things like kudos to the royal family. All right. Well, that's a very well-deserved shout-out, I will say, as we move on to Corey Bull's questions. I love the character. <laughs> hashtag welcome, Mark. <laughs> Sorry, my wife. Flashed her tits. Sorry, go on. Okay. I something, something else. I love the hashtag Walter Mark. What is due to the root of possible killer slash ex-agent? I think we already went think, over this, but like yep, Mike Heiner yep, and all that, so we can... Yep. Mike Heiner. Mike Heiner. That's the German. Hey, I just recently passed 150 days of Jalinga, so maybe not know. Um, is there a chance that Loretta enters the squared circle down the road? Yeah, I wouldn't rule it out. That's uh, an interesting thought that's occurred to me. I mean, she's a former, like, FBI agent and, like, uh, Afghan uh, veteran. So, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't rule it out. I know Loretta, quote-unquote, despises Walter, but there is a definite chemistry between the two that is unspoken. But the question is, what chemistry is that? <laughs> Only pervert Cory Bull or maybe pervert <laughs> Obian would think that they want to smash. Only you guys. <laughs> But also, maybe you want to smash. I don't know. Maybe you should smash. Well, I mean, Walter might want to smash your fucking head in. (laughs) True. True. (laughs) He wants to play out of Smash. (laughs) (laughs) That he just bought today. (laughs) Oh, we've definitely been riffing on the Switch. Oh, Um, hell yeah. Walter needs to choose one person to tag with in the entire Fed. Top three choices are... That's tough, but I would go with mostly... uh, Um people that aren't like him at all. Sorry, Corey Bull, because I do think Corey Bull and Walter is dope, but just based on my experience with them, it was the easiest writing when you had somebody that is completely your opposite oh, to write yeah. with. Captain so Lewis, I would, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, so I would choose, um, I don't know, like, joke-ass Argy would be fun. Oh, hell yeah. Because my boy. just a fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> Or even, like, Estrella Louise when she was a fan, when she just, like, wants to be everybody's friend and shit. Like, that's dope. Or, on that note, like, a tail blaze. Mm. Um, yeah, that's what I would say. I'd go with somebody opposite. Because, but I do, I mean, the Obies and the Cory Bulls and the Scott Slayers and the other uh, sadistic bastards is a dope idea, too. Or even somebody, like, Shadow Love, like Walter would hate so much dealing with Shadow Love as a teammate. That would... Yes. I love it. Walter win. <laughs> uh, I haven't had the pleasure of knowing the same character. A quick run of us not in the know, if you please. Abortion. Abortion. Oh, abortion. Water trash. Yeah, is... <laughs> I, I think we kind of went through like the basic gist of the thing, but if you... <laughs> I want to give more, like, bullet points. I will say that, uh, you know, I made Sing from Wisconsin, because I live in Wisconsin. I made him from, like, Podunk, Wisconsin, and I thought that was original and e-fetting, because no one's ever from bumfuck nowhere, and I come here, and it's an entire guy's gimmick. And also, fucking Flash Flash makes his guy from goddamn White Folks Bay, Wisconsin. (laughs) (laughs) White (laughs) Folks? Good shit. Well, uh, to the rest of the cast, uh, this is not a question, but this is the stand on Corey Bull's part. 
my broadcast crack better be on time this time. I'm at that person said to be at, at that time. Hashtag don't burn out. Okay. <laughs> I just slapped. I just slapped my uh, fucking forearm like three or four times, and I don't know if it picked that up. And I'm upset. I, if it, didn't. It, it didn't. <laughs> it. No, I heard something. I Hell yeah. <laughs> I like a faint. You just have <laughs> of Cory Ball like injecting the pride cast directly into his veins. Uh, second question, and I love when people do this. Does FVP? FVP oh. Does FVP oh. remember his time he made a vent in a UCI title match with Bonnie Blue? And oh, that's right, FVP made me a as Bolas de Arena. I was mostly take on Bolas was save for everyone that knows. Here's the thing. I do remember that title match quite well because it was like, it was very weird circumstance because I wasn't an active UCI person, but I got a world title match because Spence couldn't get anyone else. I did not know that Corey Bull, up until he asked this question, I didn't know that Corey Bull was Bull State Aranas. That, that is interesting to me because there's not a whole lot that I truthfully remember about the Bullets character. But, I remember the name and Bull yeah, handled it yeah. until. Uh, a couple days ago, we were talking in chat about it. Yeah, yeah. I think I have role played against him once with my fucking shit character. <laughs> and I, I yeah. what I'm about to say, I think is a testament to how good Corey Bolt is now. But when I was role playing for that match, my main concern in that <laughs> match was Bonnie, and I believe that Bonnie's main concern in that match role playing was riding against me. And I think both of us truthfully came to the conclusion that Bullets was just kind of like an afterthought. But Corey Bull's not an afterthought in AW, no, not even close. So, I think mm-hmm. that's a that's a sign of improvement for for one thing. Um, yeah, I truthfully do not remember a ton about that character. Moving on, given the current state of AW with the emergence of tag teams, how would you, if booking, enhance the tag division? Turn your number one contenders and match other ideas. I, I've said before that I'm a script for attorneys, but we just turn you, so I'm gonna try and not to that well um um uh would personally throw my up and say fuck it because booking uh tag team shit is a crapshoot yeah <laughs> <A little> <laughs> i don't know if Just don't, I don't think the idea really translates to e-fetting as well like i'm not saying get rid of the vision but just leave it there for people who actually want to do it i guess like me well Oh yeah, go win the title and then talk. We will. Uh, another oh, idea that damn. I just, another, you're there. Another idea that Call I just shot. Another idea that I ran we had we uh maybe once in a while have a big tornado to cybernetico match. Oh I am good. <laughs> Wait, the, obviously fucking Corey knows what that is. Do either of you two know what that is? No. Our tornado They assert cyber turn the match is Sound it out. Yeah, it's like a big it's a big fucking like tag match where like a bunch of teams on one side against and against a team of a bunch of guys on another side and it's only one legal man at a time and there's like a specific, for some sometimes there's a specific batting order when you're tagging out so that you're not just tagging in your partner, you have to tag the next person in line. And then once and it's an elimination match. Once an entire team is eliminated, then 
everyone else just kind of left on the other team just kind of goes in free for all and uh, I believe it's a like only one person wins that match so but yeah that's an idea that I have not seen done if you know you would mm. need any betting but you can try honestly I just want trios back I love trios <laughs> Yeah, I know it, I know it's a shit show, but, but for one month, get some fucking NBA super teams together <laughs> and go at it. It's great. Uh, it. Sing. I don't book. It's fine. I just win. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Okay, so something deep. Dip into your EFED ball. Richards and Holiday fail to grab the title. Under the direction, Lockhart should go. And your thoughts on possible people that could step into the fight. I don't fucking know. How about, this? Dumb, How about this? Honest. Richards and Holiday both fail, but whoever they pick in the Hollywood Elite that gets the shot, maybe they maybe they win. Who knows? Maybe it's TFK. Maybe it's... It would be cool if it was Shadow Love, because you and Shadow Love have that history together. Mm. Thing with that is, I'm, I think they might not give him the shot since he had one recently. Well, not super recently, but he's yeah. out of all of them, he's had one. That's fair. So, I think TFK might have had one as well. I'm not entirely sure on that. God, your reign is so long that you're like, I don't know. No, not against me. Not against me. I think. Uh, oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Sometime last year, he might have. But yeah, I, I don't know. If, like, if it's last year, then maybe he's due for another shot. Who knows? If we're just assuming, I yeah. But I'm saying they might give it hasn't. That's yeah. Yeah. But I, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I fucking beat all of them. Then oh, I don't know. Wow. I, I wanted Corey Black. I wanted Corey Black. That was, but well, now he's in some shitty fucking tag team. So well, I should have won the number one contenders match. Uh, thank you for the questions. Corey Bull, moving on to Odin. He has two questions for Singh, very simply put. Favorite matches, favorite feuds. This is a uh, key suck my dick question. Uh, he didn't make it as such because he just wants him, uh, which is probably right. <laughs> which is pro- probably uh, You're right wrong. <laughs> definitely my best feud uh, at the end there was Singh and Ofor. We feuded for like, I don't know, four months, five fucking months including a storyline match where we made Adam Young <laughs> world champion. Oh. oh, man. The marks, oh, the the marks have never been so worked. I was not active in WCF at the time. I heard about that, and I was like, what? Yeah. Oh my God. I wasn't either, but I, but I heard about it, and I came... I was very, I was very worked. I People was tri- were so mad. I was, I was, I was triggered. For those of uh, the A that don't know who Adam Young is, significantly worse than if, um, I don't know, uh, Mike Beebe of the Talent Enhanced from <laughs> World Champ. Like, it's worse than that. Yeah, it's uh, bad. But, uh, so, me and Paul did it. But also, if you uh, don't know who Adam Young is, listen to the fucking admin cast. Yeah. First of all, what's what's an admin cast? Ooh. Uh, I don't know, but it's probably better than this shit. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna go. Oh, you mean the? Oh, you mean the cat? I'm glad that 
Hey, Mac was literally in a coma for the last 45 fucking minutes. You'd ask him a question, and J-Mac goes, Huh-huh, Jim? Yeah. Oh Look, if I want to listen to talk cutting out for like three hours and go listen to no, messages, okay, Corey, I will give you some switch shit. I might have already told you about this, but uh, my favorite part of Adcast is torture impersonating Gravedicker saying, Oh, Mikey, you're host of Mark, prestigious, cheerful. That anyway, is honestly my, the most entertaining part of the year thing, so. Yeah, it is. Anyways, can what what even were you talking about saying? Uh, Odin Ball for a few days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, Adam Young, world champion. Even though I never won a fucking match, it was horseshit. Uh, the, the best match in that feud was the one, either the one where we, it was a New York street fight because they wouldn't clear us to wrestle because we were both in Wiz, which is the best. <laughs> It was an unsanctioned New York street fight, and it was supposed to be, the results were supposed to be throughout the, throughout the results, as we were, you know, they'd cut back to backstage, and like, there we were fighting again, and all of a sudden we were outside. I think there was a fall from a helicopter, I don't exactly remember. Oh, classic, here comes the paint spot, fall from the helicopter down where? Yeah. That was my favorite. That was my favorite match. Favorite feud might have been when Captain broke up, or I feel like Teo and I uh, were Teo. I don't know if we had a feud, a long, long feud per se, but he was like Singh's best foil. WCF. Yeah, that one was interesting. Yeah. I will say though, you're wrong about the best match. The best match was the one where we um revealed that we faked climbing in Mount Everest. That was our best. <laughs> was our and no one fucking read those. <laughs> no one read those role plays. Oh. It was our greatest singular achievement by we far. We literally did for trios <laughs> as Everest. We fucking climbed Everest, and then at the end, we just revealed we did it in some shitty fucking abandoned. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's good. Made it dramatic in like the fucking guy who was like the, the ones who like guide you up, Sherpa. Yeah, we I think like die or some we shit. Killed, we had some Sherpa. we had some dramatic shit. Go and gave it props, so I'm no giving one. the props in this cast. I'm uh, with you. I'm going to have to look was, back and read that. That sounds incredibly entertaining. Yeah, they were all part of oh, the same shit. It was like the true story of Everest or some shit, or climbing Everest. True story, some shit like that. Absolutely. You have to read them all, and they were 10K apiece for three rounds. <laughs> oh, I am going to... I would... Sink, can I be completely honest? I would rather slip my wrist than read that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna keep it real. You don't keep it. nobody reading that. <laughs> Follow the content. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Sing. I recently started trying to read Infinite Jest. I would rather read Infinite Jest than read that. <laughs> Corey, I, Corey, I feel like you probably have thoughts on Infinite Jest. Why don't you go ahead? <laughs> I haven't read that. I just I, know of it. Okay. It, I, it, that book has just been sitting on my shelf for like fucking three years. I might as well try it again. Anyways, thank you, Odin, for the simple two questions. Moving on to Shadow Love, who has some questions for Walter. He asks, we never had the opportunity to cross paths in the WCF. If we did, what would have been some of your thoughts on a Shadow Love versus Steven Singh series of matches and feud? 
would have been awesome. Fucking would have been great. Shadow Love is like the uh, dude that Stephen Singh pretends to be in a lot of ways. Uh, when the Pantheon slash Beach Crew hybrid were feuding with Everest, would have you guys been? Would have you tried to have recruited Shadow Love into the group? That was a word to be there, but I think we got the gist of it. Uh, probably would have thought about it, but I fit. Yeah, we were kind of self-serious. Like Singh was like the lighthearted, the most lighthearted guy in there, and he and literally, I did an entire storyline about. My girlfriend aborting a baby. Abortion. And my first, <laughs> Abortion. And, and, I, and my first and my first world title RPs against Flash were where just I pulled the plug on my uh, brother. So just I saw like Flash it. ripping you for that shit. Oh my god! Oh, nice yeah. suit fag. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that line. Oh my god! Flash ruined me. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Did you ever think about bringing Singh to AW, or story pretty much done for the time being with WCF's closure? Uh, I thought about it. I mean, I did the uh, Havoc one year. That was super fun. And uh, so I thought about it because he's super easy to write. And because he's just snarky as fuck, and he's fun on the IT. And, sh- like, I can shoot on anybody with him, no problem. But I'm not do something different because I felt kind of bored with it a little bit, but I don't know. I wouldn't rule him out eventually. Uh, moving on to general questions. You finally saw two stables officially debut with their fumbers on Clash. What are your thoughts on the Royal Family and the Hollywood Elite segments? Uh, mm. uh, I, I said this earlier, Corey, but uh, the Hollywood Elite segment where kids grow up turn ceiling and start to rip it on the entertainment industry, I thought that was really good, and I he made sense about film that I actually... so. <laughs> uh, I really like the Hollywood Elite, uh, and I'm always big on the Royal Family because just they're making their they're they're making a name for themselves, and they're doing a really good job of it. I would say they're pretty cool. I just want a really uh, interesting seem to form at a, a very uh, particular time. Maybe when some uh, Beach Boys or some shit like were, were fucking disband. I don't know, but. <laughs> I, I wow. thought that was interesting, but yeah, these guys are really cool. Yeah. Wow. Oh, God, imagine being, uh, imagine being angry. <laughs> Bob angry. <laughs> oh God. But no. Fucking. It's awesome. The, the Hollywood elite has been like talked about along now. Like. Oh God. Too long. So many. Discussions have just been about it, so it was great. Come together and. Uh, I want to see a full TFK production. We, we need to see we need to see a full production, a big storyline. Maybe they like climb Mount Everest or some shit, but then it turns out it was faked. It would be <laughs> fucking amazing. It would be fucking eleven out of ten. Suck, fuck that dick. But uh, <laughs> honestly, though, I'm glad to see how Elite finally happen. I was afraid it was going to detox of Efed Stable. Oof. Oh boy, I'm glad it wasn't. <laughs> I like I what I like is that they are they were formed in exact opposite ways. Like Hollywood Elite was a thing that existed in everyone's brains forever and like in the chat just as like this is canon but not canon and yeah. Royal Family was like uh not talked about at all and then it was yeah, it was a few yeah, exactly. exactly. Those are exciting. And I do willing to bet there's 
There's one more coming uh, with that, those little poems that were taking place during Glory that sounded like a... There's a... Yeah, fucking Spencer Adams. We will see. <laughs> what? Stable what Adams. You, what do you Stable. think the react? What do you, you think? What do you think the reaction of Shadow Love would have if the Mexico incident didn't happen, and reaction after the Mexico incident? Had I chosen to stay with the WCF, would everyone still be marking out for Shadow Love the same way people are now? If if Shadow Love decided to stay with WCF after the Mexico incident, I honestly think he could have become one of the top guys in New WCF. Mm, I was gonna say maybe. I think community here in general is just a lot more positive and like down for that sort of shit. Yeah, like, I just think you know, and I and I and he he accomplished a lot when he was in UCI. Mm. He said, "I think he is good enough to where he would have made it uh, made it work in WCF." Yeah, was, I think it would have been a case of like, oh, sorry, you can go, go, go do it, do it, oh. do it. I was just gonna say, I think he'd be good enough, but he's like great in AW. Like, that, that's how I'd say it. Part of WCF, uh, sadly, was that it didn't matter in part how good you were. Like, i.e. SJW, who was unequivocally good. Mm. He, worked, he worked the fuck out of his gimmick, and everyone decided that he was someone who already existed in WCF, and he was a secret guy, even though all he did was just go back and read backstory and read history so he was aware of it. And people still bury him and shit on him, even though he was a good writer and a good character. So sometimes it didn't even matter if you were a good writer and good character in WCF, which is sad. But like, whereas here, if you're a good writer and good character, that's all that matters. You're cool. Unless, of course, you are Alexander Snapplefax. <laughs> what was that noise? He just let out a, he just let out a mating call. Me screeching. <laughs> Fair amount, very high. Yeah. <laughs> Different opinions, but this is a very interesting conundrum of a question. Um, and finally, <laughs> Corey Bull rips him on this later. What makes Shadow Love <laughs> one of those special characters that comes for so often? <laughs> oh, it's the fucking meme ability of the character, man. Uh, yeah. Like, I still yeah. remember every now and again, I there's this one, like, it's the first sentence of a Shadow and it's like, Dead ass, like sixty two long, <laughs> and I remember because Torture and I were talking about it, and you fucking paste the fucking into our like messenger chat, and I read it, and I just fucking respond back. Uh, Shadow Love sits at a table in a donut. There, I translated it to English. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Think- it's so good. I think part of his secret to his success or to like why we love it is the repetition. Oh, the repetition think, is my favorite part. And of I Shadow don't Love. think I don't think that would work for everybody. I don't think everybody could do that. But like, yeah. I mean, this is some cornball '90s kid shit. But yeah, like, it's just so over the top, right? Age, when the New Age Outlaws would come out and say this thing every time, it didn't make get so excited to hear that dumb spiel, and we'd all say it like a touch of that in that Shadow Loves. And it's not even in his actual dialogue. It's in his fucking, like, theme setting. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. prose. Yeah. Yeah, just, like, in his word choice. He just... Like, specifically in his entrance, how he keeps going over the Bose sound system, all that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and how...
The good, the bad, and the ugly. The almond, <laughs> almond-shaped green eyes. By the way, uh, Corey... Ex-product placement, ex-product placement. <laughs> Corey, my favorite part about uh, the Husk uh, sign-up, like their profile on the stable boards, under alignment, they just have the Hollywood list. <laughs> <laughs> and that's such a shadow of... Oh, uh, so good. Not even give a shit about alignment, just put LOL... Sometimes the good, sometimes the bad. Ugly. <laughs> and I think we've made our point clear is that Shadow Love is is senpai. Yeah. Um, moving on to, uh, thank you for the questions, by the way, uh, Shadow Love. Move to Roger Payton Jr. This <laughs> this might be my favorite question in podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Explain how you became a cripple. Now we didn't no. talk. About, we haven't talked about this at all in this podcast, and we didn't either on the original podcast you were on. But I'll, I'll let you explain this. The uh, so I expect this. I expect this from Flash standard, Chris. But the fact that it got four likes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what's upsetting. Actually, I pulled up. Five likes now. Son of a bitch. Oh shit! Had to do it to him. Had to do it to him. Had to do it to him. For those not, for those that aren't aware, what uh, RPJ is called. I am in a wheelchair. I'm paraplegic, which means like from the titties down, I don't feel anything, and also emotionally, I don't feel anything. Uh, how it happened? How it happened, I will do, yeah, the, well, whereas the rest of you are just emotional and social cripples, I'm actually physically crippled. That's the thing. He's not wrong. The, how it happened, I went over it once in the chat. People uh, lost their minds, so I'll do the abridged version, is that sad. we had, uh, no, it's, well, I mean, whatever. I'm fucking, I'm here and I'm hanging out with you nerds. Uh, the we own we owned a home and we owned a house and we had to get the furnace replaced because it wasn't working. So we furnace replaced and they fucked it up, placed it wrong, and didn't put on a part right. There's a gas leak in our basement and was it and then the house blew up and that is why you always leave a note. Damn, that is <laughs> damn. Yeah, yeah, no, there's no what there's no. I have no joke at the end. Yeah, like, I mean, I wasn't expecting at the end. <laughs> no, yeah. So the house blew up, and uh, the whole thing, like, it got leveled, and neither of us should have survived, like, in all honesty. But uh, we both did, and my wife is fine. It's, I mean, she wasn't my wife at the time. She was my girlfriend then, and she's really dumb. So she stayed with me, uh, which, you know, what are you going to do? God bless. I was like, this is a bad decision. I was like, you're dumb. You know I'm in a wheelchair, right? And she's like, what's up? wheelchair. I'm like, Jesus, you're dumb. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I appreciate that you brought it all to a joke at the end. <laughs> was meant to be wholesome. Yeah, meant to be wholesome. Came out really different way. <laughs> um, well, I, I hope we explained that story well enough for you. It, we, and if not, know you, if not, if, I'm always up for it. You guys can always ask me questions. I'm uh, And also, obviously, if anyone pays attention to J-Mac, 
especially in the chat and tort, uh, it doesn't bother me. You guys, you can't, you can't make, if tort went, tried to go in as hard as he could in the WCF chat one day. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, much like half of my body, I feel nothing. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Flash, moving on to Bo, Harry Diderot. What's your dream whip? And I assume by this he means dream car. I don't know. Whatever y'all are into. Uh, <laughs> here's, here's, here's the thing. I fantasize much more about riding motorcycles than driving cars, so that's my thing. Uh, 2019 motorcycle or gay now? No are straights they, allowed? Are they that dope? <laughs> I mean, you, you, you talk about that like it affects me in any ways. <laughs> no straights allowed. That's, that's why I said it. <laughs> Anyways, do either of you two have an answer that's uh, if not, I'm just gonna move on. I'm gonna say I'm not I'm not a car yeah. guy, but no. I mean, I used to when I was <laughs> when I was super poor. I used to be like I remember I saw somebody that had like a Volvo from like or like a Volvo in the '80s that was like a convertible. I thought it was the coolest car I'd ever seen, and I was oh. like, and I said. that to them i'm like holy shit that's like an incredible car i want like how much is it and they're like i will pay you 200 to please take this car off my hands <laughs> <laughs> that's how little i understand cars it was oh, like hell yeah shit uh i have definitely seen cars out in the wild i saw one car that was so bright red and bulky it honestly looked like uh an iron man suit that was made into a car like iron the big hulk poster iron man suit just got turned into a car but uh, I have a friend, his name is Trent, and he is he's a really big car guy, and it's well known between us that his least favorite car is the El Camino. So whenever I see an El Camino out in the streets, I'll like send a picture and I'll send it to him like, hey, it's your favorite car, and he always gets fucking pissed off at me. <laughs> um, yeah, but I did see this guy, I went back to my uh, hometown like two months ago, and there was this dude who uh, drove a fucking, I don't know what kind of car it was. It looked like it was from the 1940s, and it was banged up as hell. And all, like, I'm in a car with, like, three of my friends, and we just all look at it, and we just all start clapping. <laughs> <laughs> Boy! He's, he's, he's doing his best, okay? It was amazing. Huh. It was the best thing I'd seen. Made my day. Huh. Well, let's talk about match riding. What's your recipe for a great match? If anyone has any answers, I occasionally write matches. Um, mainly, I just go over the formula that like people like J Mac and Gravedigger use. Like, I'll start out with one person getting like five big moves, and that the other person, their opponent, getting five big moves, four big moves, four, three, three, go back and forth that way. Um, and sometimes I think of spots ahead of time. If like if there's a match that I want to write and I pick that match, I'll think up a big spot or something like that. But if it's like a last-minute like match to try and get the show out on time, I'll generally just do like a very strictly formulaic, very quick match uh, just to get something out there. And usually that's good enough, but like if you're writing a match and you're looking to put a lot of effort into it, then you can definitely go all out in that regard. Yeah. Uh, recipe for have it not be written by me. 
Recipe for a great match. Summarize results unless it's a pay-per-view. That is a take. Scalding. I feel feel it's a 100% appropriate temperature take. Yeah, it's it's very lukewarm. Uh, Yeah, Frank, you're just a pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Summarize the results, Frank. Yeah, Frank. Lee. I yeah. want to kill you right now. <laughs> I don't come on for like a month. <laughs> but what I do... That's so sad. You in come... the podcast chat, he was like, oh man, it's going to be good to have you back. <laughs> like, oh, I regret like, all seemed, of that now. He seemed I genuinely agree. excited, and then I've just treated him like this. <laughs> I, you come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding. Hold on, okay. You... That's terrible. That's terrible. Go ahead. What an Corey, awful, Corey, what an you awful do... impression. Corey, you do one. No. Okay, I'll do one. I'll do one. Hold on, I'll do one. You come to me on this day of my daughter's wedding. Oh, that's very uh, that's very Marlon Brando after Stallone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God. Good. Okay, so Singh, do you have any answer for match writing? No. Uh, get him done. Write him. And and his addendum. Does it annoy when a mid card or opening match gets more? attention in the main event it doesn't happen here but elsewhere it pisses me the hell off teach um i think if that happens then then we get a situation like what happened at eva where the cruiserweight match went from opening match to like fifth from the end and it gets bumped up in the actual results because tort is not really his card like that <laughs> so, yeah i mean i get what he's saying like, if somebody writes their own act <laughs> opener and they make it a fun like epic huge match that is annoying to put them say over out of place like that but also um i mean i'm never gonna i'm never going to complain about how matches are written because match writing sucks and it's a pain in my butt so like as long as they're fucking done who cares i don't think it's a big deal it's a match (laughs) it's a match so walter specifically for you who is the ultimate Big guy in wrestling. Oh, yeah, that's right. I thought it's one. Uh, and, like, the easy answer is to say Andre or whatever, but I think young Paul White, like, WCW giant, mm, is great. Interesting. Interesting. And I also think that uh, Kane has come around now to be underrated. Mm. The longevity and, like, the always being over for whether or not it was deserved or whether or not it was just, like, cool outfit of the mask or whatever but the fucker was always over Dope entrance pyros were crazy and then he had the ability like he would jump off the top rope but also he was like a big slow moving bruiser so well, corporate came to go corporate came to go corporate came to go yo 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 Steven I have a very important the most important you. question well, what's your favorite Um, first of all, I can tell you what my least favorite cookie is, Ooh, and it's and, and it's anyone in the chat that incites the biscuits versus the argument. Uh, <laughs> as as my favorite cookie. Yeah, there's no such thing as a bad cookie. Um, oatmeal raisin is is fine. The only problem with oatmeal raisin is that sometimes you think it's chocolate chip, and you bite into it. God <laughs> damn chocolate chip. Yeah, that's that was a fucking. I love. All-
all cookies. Give me a uh, give me a macaron. A macaron. Alright. Have some fucking Thank you, as always. Well, it's Dick. Mr. Dieter. Uh, Mike against to Mark Gravedigger himself. <laughs> uh, state certified. Uh, God, I'm sorry, Gravedigger, but after the admin cast, I can't, I can't not use this voice. Uh, for Walter, how did it feel winning that big star-studded Ultimate Showdown? match back in 2017. The prestigious. The prestigious <laughs> Ultimate Showdown Felt good. Felt, felt great. Uh, especially because we waited for like 19 days for the reserve. God, yeah, you're <laughs> right. I forgot that was a, that was a literally late show. Half a month late. And, uh, <laughs> we, we all harassed. It was all super close. It was super close. And, uh, I believe Corey said that Seth had asked his advice. And, and then we all just harassed Corey into giving us his list. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like second to last or third to last. And I was like, fuck Corey Black. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was a hundred percent that I uh, jobbed out, but yeah, it was a dope. It was a dope match though. It was, who all was in it? It was me, you, Lee as Ethan King, David Sanchez. Digger, Price. Jay Price, Andre Holmes, Dion, who no showed it. <laughs> and am I missing one? Was there one more? I think I think Jared was in that match. Jared no, was no he retired know. already. Oh, okay, yeah, he had retired at that point. Huh. Oh, I feel man, like the yeah. rabbit, 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 rabbit. Yep, it was John. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And Sydney, Sydney J. Warwick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it was a fuck. That was a huge match. How's a fucking huge match? I have no idea. How I want it. I really think, like I said, uh, Seth liked stories. Your, your episode of Friends was just fucking incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there for you. Seth loved stories, and Singh had the story changing his dumb, stupid name to get uh, back into the world title picture. Wasn't that the abortion? Yeah, that was Wasn't the abortion roleplay. The role abortion roleplay, yes. The abortion roleplay. Forever. Oh, an abortion. <laughs> I was, yeah, Lee, how's it feel to get sunned by play? <laughs> <laughs> you too, Frank. That's I iron. wasn't. Hey, I wasn't in that match. I was fucking. I was Actually, going up against. Yeah, I was going up against Corey Black in a death match on that show. Fuck you. Best part of that match was still got me. <laughs> yeah, we do, we all got sunned by that role playing. But me, uh, Steve, and fucking Sanchez were all in the uh, we're all in comms together, and we we're talking like uh, what. T- we were sort of going to go. He was, we were kind of showing each other some scenes, I think. And I read some of the role, like, fuck it. Like, I'm probably not going to win because I'm, I'm still, like, on the assembly there yet. So I'm just going to drop as many fucking role players as possible so I can win the call side. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I'm, yeah. like, 40k of role players. Yeah, and you won the whole... And then you, you beat this month at Revenge. Fucking clapped. Yeah, it was so... It was, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. How does it feel to get your cheats clapped by the guy who got stunned by the abortion roleplay? I feel to get clapped by someone in the alpha division. The only, the only one who, the only one who didn't get stunned by the abortion roleplay was my. <laughs> yeah, because he was literally not. He was literally not stunned. Yeah, no, that's a plot hole. He wasn't. Oh wait, Steven, no stun. What was he like? Oh no, that's a problem. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm
going to move on. When you closed <laughs> Everest with Sanchez and Ethan King, it felt like Sanchez was going to be in the forefront with you two in the background. How did it feel to break out in front and be the big star of the faction? Uh, I'm a little bitch. I'm a little bitch, so it made me feel kind of guilty because oh. Sanchez choked so hard. That felt oh, bad for us. God. Hey, exact same feelings about my match with Sanchez for that fucking briefcase. I have the exact we were feelings, and he was straight up like fuck i think frank got me and we were like trying to be nice about it be like oh you know you don't know like anything could happen but we were like yeah i think frank got you (laughs) was that the same conversation it became apparent that singh was going to be the big star of everest we never had that conversation because uh, i'm i'm pretty confident sanchez thought he beat me in ultimate showdown yeah he was pretty upset about the internet title. Uh, don't blame him. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't blame him either. His... I would despise being internet champion. I'm so glad I never won that belt. <laughs> That's why I was confused as to why he started posting on the IT thread. Because I feel like when you do that, you open yourself up to the possibility of being idle. Yeah, but... if I was an Ultimate Showdown, I would IT thread like the plague. Honestly, yeah. Ultimate that was a shit show. Like, it, it was fun. to be a part of one time i don't think i'd do it again yeah i was part of one i was fucking choked and i was like the first one out so (laughs) um like being an admin in wcf i was barely an admin i barely i literally don't think i did anything i don't think i banned a single person so it was dumb what's your biggest what's your biggest regret is it being an admin (laughs) yeah convincing me to stay CF with him. Not, yeah, like, my biggest regret is honestly, like, the Everest implosion. We should have had a great fucking Ethan King, Stephen Singh, David Sanchez. Three-way at one. Yeah. And oh, three-way. Yeah. It's not gay, it's a three-way. Uh, yeah, oh, that's 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 <laughs> oh, I just now read this last question, and I'm laughing. As a former world champion yourself, what was it like to watch <laughs> Adam Young be handed the world I didn't watch it, man. I didn't watch it. I fucking handed him the world title. I, it was, it was, it was, yeah. Gravedigger, thank you for the title raid. <laughs> oh, thank you, Gravedigger. Gravedigger is actually... The reason Torture does literally all of the work is that Gravedigger is busy setting up new strip clubs around the country. I believe it. <laughs> yeah. I believe it. Got some questions from Lizzie Hope. Greetings, champ. Edda is such a bitch. Kudos to writing such a refreshing wrestler dynamic. Anyone else would have chosen to have Walter be deaf and mute with no personality other than being a controlled monster, but you've given him a voice, too. I always love reading how the two play off one another. Do you envision Walter ever snapping and cutting her loose? Uh, yeah, possibly about that. I haven't uh, nailed down even their backstories. I have, like, a pretty significant amount like a story in history that I can burn through until I have to start like moving forward and uh, yeah he might snap and turn her loose also uh, when, when I read this uh, Walter be a deaf mute no personality all I could th- all I could think of was Yarp I don't know if you guys are still alive <laughs> I don't know I don't know Yarp Yarp and Narp anyways but shout out to oh I know yeah sh- shout out to the animal animal Sammy Mac <laughs> let's move on 
friggin' uh, up. All right. Yarp. The, the, opening, Yarp. the opening segment on Clash was honestly more about establishing the groundwork for potential feuds down the line between Lizzie Kennedy Camp and QDT Moore. You were the perfect vehicle that got our brains floating with ideas. Just wanted to make it clear that it wasn't us officially challenging you. But in your unbiased objective opinion between QDT, Lizzie, Kennedy, Moore, and Kemp, who really would have the strongest case to take you on? Rank us. Rank us. She really wants that fucking heat. I can't believe. Rank us. She, wants, wild she, she wants all the smoke. I would probably put... Here's the thing. I can rank you guys, but I also think... I think, QT, I think QDT, Lizzie... Kennedy Kemp belong in the U.S. title race. I think more belongs to level up. I think more belongs in the world. Yeah, but I, I think I, I agree with that. But I think those other four belong for the U.S. title, and I'd almost put them. I'd almost put them in that order. I'd almost go QDT Lee Kemp Kennedy, and the only reason Kennedy's at the end is because she has the fewest signature wins out of out of those. I think uh, QDT has the most, especially with the win over former champ Wade Moore. And then, yeah, that's my take. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Well, I did it. I didn't pussy out in that ranking. So. Right. Wade, Moore, Wade Moore needs to stick to the world championship division where he belongs. <laughs> Wade Moore is a coward. Will we ever get Walter's last Fuck you, Lee. Uh, no. Excuse me, Corey, are you, are you okay? I just said fuck you, Lee. That's very on brand. What, what do you mean? It, never mind. It, it never, sing. Will we ever hear Walter's last name? No, probably not. Is uh, Walter even his name? I don't know. My thing about Walter's bio is that under a location, it has Etta's, it, it has Etta's hometown, but... Walter comes from like parts unknown because no one knows where he comes from, but it's a radio, so it just says Unk. Unk! Home, hometown, Unk. That's a cool town. I've been there before. I bought black tar. <laughs> uh, which writers and characters impress you the most here? Whose RPs are must reads every week? Well, that would imply that I read RPs and I cannot say that I do. <laughs> Yeah. Which is how you, that's how you get a guest. Don't read RPs, then maybe you can come on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, there's always the boys that I've been reading forever, like Lee here and Wade Moore. Honestly, I've almost never read anything by Corey, who everyone, by everyone I mean like Tort and Lee and the like, all tout oh. as, the, as the best role player here. I've not read a single yes, piece sir. of significant writing. From fucking Gucci Aaron Thossia. Get down. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm not going to go back. Why don't you write something now? Uh, I read Roger Payton's shit every week because, uh, like I said, Flash is one of the dudes that I haven't ever beaten, so sticks in my fucking craw. Um, otherwise, let's see, I think after reading the in the lead up to glory. I was very impressed. I thought your shoot was sharper than I anticipated it being, so it was great. But yeah, I don't read anybody's stuff every week. I always make a point to read all the champion stuff. That's like one thing I do. Like whoever's holding titles, I read mm. what they write every week. So like who I know what the style and like whatever. 
whatever that's being rewarded is. Carnage is starting to take shape. Which ongoing feuds are you looking forward to seeing formal match announcements for? I love. I want to see who challenges for the tag titles with all these new tag teams forming. Yeah, I like so this cute team. Wade Moore shit is super interesting. Uh, I'm starting to get the feeling that not to the dandy and kids group was <coughs> QDT and Wade is starting to fill that mold of like big storyline slash angle slash feud that everyone talks about because mm-hmm. it, yeah. it started a havoc and it is still going on so yeah basically anything is interesting to me except for uh, the world title scene oh, I mean that's who gives a shit about Ryan Lockhart yeah honestly yeah fuck all of you <laughs> uh, as uh, a as a newcomer from WCF, are you finding AW to be an enjoyable? Um, it's so enjoyable and so experienced. I love it. <laughs> what a fucking sentence that was! <laughs> it's fucking. I have to remember to not be a huge prick because I'm like, oh wait, people here are nice because I got yeah, into this, the this is yeah, this is not the Wild West of WCF yeah. podcast with Flash <laughs> and Howie where you could fucking roast everyone bare. <laughs> Literally anyone that you do. I loved it. I loved it. So it's good for me to remind myself to be like a decent human sometimes. So that's that's good. I think everybody's super dope. And uh, I think Tort and Dagger keep an appropriately short leash on the bullshit. Because that's, yes. that's how you do it. That's how you fucking keep decent, like, you know, environment. Is not allow any bullshit. Exactly. And... For everyone, how impressive was Preston this week on Glash for picking up a victory despite third-degree burns and glass shards and peeling every inch of his face? And then the picture of the guy in the, the mask. Yeah, do you know about that whole situation, Corey? I'm sure you do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we talked about that at length. I gave uh, my take yeah. on it. It was it was a, it was a thing. Yeah. Here's uh... a th- <laughs> hey, at the very least, this... That segment got people talking a lot more about Dave Preston, so maybe it does some good for him and gets some eyeballs on him. I don't know. Uh, I obviously wasn't here for when you guys talked about it at length, but uh, I practically agree with everything you said. Nice. I'm sure you do. I'm sure sure you'll talk to Cast or something like that. I don't. Yeah, at some point. Yeah. All right. None of these are actual ones. Get Corey Black, everyone should just automatically suck Shadow Love's dicks every podcast so we can have time so we can save time typing up answers. Yeah. Uh, Alright, so some questions from Sahara. Someone that I have not talked about on the podcast, a new person, Sahara. If Shadow Love could get himself a You Deserve a Chant, would he? Uh, yes. You already have yes. you not read this? <laughs> and uh, he's an e-betting, and I think I think we've been asked this question before, and I don't remember what I said the last time I answered this question. Anyways, uh, sorry for not giving you a straight answer on this question, but... Um, I'll give you a gay some... one. Sure, go admin for cost. it. Yeah, I'd listen to Admin Cast. Which you have, because you messaged me after, <laughs> after Admin Cast 2 went up. So, yeah, you, ha- you have my take. Uh, this question's been answered by these two. 
on other ones. And Singh, what's your take on your pet peeves? Um, the sad and enormous amount of like two-faced bullshittery that I realized goes on in e-fetting. So I thought everyone just like here to chill and like whatever. Who cared? The telling one person one thing and then telling the other per- another person another was wild to me when that happened a couple times in WCF. That was just like, or like when like like my our guy Sanchez, who I loved and I thought we were cool. He was like, "Hey man, why'd you shit on me in the chat?" I'm like, "Whoa, did I shit on you in the chat?" Like, and I had to, like, control F for, like, <laughs> I was like, I don't think I did, but I couldn't rule it out because, like, God knows what I say. And, uh, <laughs> like, but, like, it, it's shit like that where all of a sudden, like, you just, everybody's talking shit on each other behind their backs or, like, this person does that and says that and it's fucking annoying. Like, just all the human adults and, like, grow up and shut up. That's that's my take. Except for Scott Sayer, you're like, well, you don't have to grow up, dude. You you got that's fine. You're a baby. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, Scott Sayer is a rapping Neverland boy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I only uh, I only should talk to people face. Like I'll call uh, torture a bitch right now. Call me a coward. Coward. Before you got here, Corey, uh, me was. Lee said coward about 300 times because he missed Yeah, I, I would take it for you. I had to, I had to keep it alive. Thank okay, you, well, coward. And thank you, Sahara, for your questions. You are not a coward. Moving on to HR, a.k.a. the best of the week account, a.k.a. Dandy and Friends for Walter. I've heard nothing but the good thing of WCF characters, so it makes me wonder... Why did you decide to reinvent the wheel, so to speak, and bring a brand new character here? Uh, the all that chatting in the uh, in the chat, so I got confused. Also, it's fucking late, and I'm tired. I've had drinks. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're almost reinventing done. the wheel. Reinventing wheel. Reinventing the wheel. I got it. Uh, no, I just needed to do something different. Shooting with Sing was too easy. Coming up with new story was too hard. I felt like I had done a log story. And shooting was, I could shoot with Sing in my sleep. Something completely different that had a completely different story. Neat. Oh, we'll look ahead to see Lizzie's any questions. On a similar note, how do you feel your former character would have fit in with action wrestling? I feel like it would have fit in, but I sometimes think it's a mean character that I feel like I have to be extra nice out of character to make up for it. And that's also exhausting, so I'm glad I didn't do that. <laughs> Actually, I just remembered something. While Havoc was on, you had signed up, not signed up, but logged in on your Steven Singh account, mm-hmm. and you went in the shout box, and you were like, great, great showing everybody, everybody's doing so good, and someone, some random dude in the shout box just said, shut the fuck up, your fez dying, and your response was, wow, say, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking remember that. I don't even what that means. It made me laugh so hard. <laughs> it was the best shit. Um, give us a snapshot of your goals with the prestigious shot to your U.S. Okay. title. What do you hope to accomplish? Are you looking forward to losing it and join the U.S. Two-Timers Club with me, Sam, and TFK? You, you pry it from my cold, dead hands, DeVito. My um, cold, dead, overly muscular hands. Cold, dead five bananas and a 
baseball mitt hand. <laughs> whoa, whoa, okay, Jesus. Uh, no, I want to. I want to. I want to a proper monster, and like when somebody took from me, I want it to be like a fucking deal, like Eddie Guerrero beating Lesnar. Like that's what, that's the vibe I want when when uh, Walter goes down. Ryan, got a question for you. Oh. At at some point, you've got to lose that damn strap, right? If you had to pick, no. if you had to pick who to drop the world title to, who would you pick and why? Great question. Uh, it'd probably have to be. <sighs> probably. There's... Okay, I was honestly, about to say, I was about. To... I was about to be a jokester and say that the correct answer is Bobby Rage, but that's actually a real response. <laughs> uh, those two guys were like. The upper card or upper mid card like feud for how long? They've showed they can work and amazing. Both showed they can put out quality content consistently, and that's what you want as your world champion. So yeah. Oh, cool. You know, forever. Give me your thoughts on Yasmin. How do you feel that's going? Is her sniping about the U.S. title on Danny's behalf appealing to you? What do you expect to come of that story? Feeling slash predictions. Um, I like it. Uh, it's a nice way to keep Dandy kind of in that uh, U.S. field indirectly. I don't think it'll last, though, because I think we're all in agreement that Dandy should really be going after bigger and better things other than the U.S. title. Mm. I like how long it could last. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. That's the tea. I... <laughs> Um, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Uh, it is what it is. At the end of the day, that is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how it is on this bitch of an earth. No, I like Yasmin. I like Yasmin keeping him involved. That's good. That's a good thing to do to keep his. When you go down with a injury or fake sport, uh, it's good to like keep yourself in the fake discussion on the fake story. So keep your fake person saying fake things. Okay. Hey, all fake hey, and meaningless hey. anyway. So do what I want, right? Hey, and... hey, hey, shut up! It's, it's, it's real weird. to me, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you for that, Dandy. Uh, question from Mr. Corey Black. Team rules that I just found out about today because I missed the thread. Good, bad, bad indifferent. Uh, good, very, very good. Uh, what? Fine. <laughs> I like these rules. These are good rules. Oh, are those the ones that are like every man under like tag team title rules now? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's a good... I don't know why it wasn't this way before, but uh, yeah. It should be oh. way. Yeah, I'm pro. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that question, Mr. Andre. <clears throat> Y'all, why is... Dandy such a dick. <laughs> Yo, Dandy is hung such like a, a goddamn horse. Dandy is such a dick because he is injured. He does not belong in the U.S. tile picture, yet he continues to shove his dick in there indirectly via Yasmin. Who the fuck even is a Yasmin? That's why Dandy's a prick because he's getting the spotlight away from people like Walter, uh, people who Walter. deserve that title. He's keeping it away from him by sticking his dick where it doesn't belong and getting chlamydia. Chlamydia. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that, but I feel like I need to give a elaborator every time Andre asks why he's such a dick. 
All you know is you sound like a horse, man. Yeah. Uh, I assume that this is for Walter. How do you plan your stuff, you massive genius, you? It's obviously for me. I don't know how that's even a question. Uh, <laughs> God. I, I kind of, I kind of already said it, but like I did. I will say that I have, like I said before, before I joined, I like pretty thoroughly mapped out the background of Walter and Etta. So I have a lot of backstory to burn through because I found in WCF um, that was some of the most interesting stuff. It's the revealed backstory of characters. So I think it's really easy to sort of string breadcrumbs along and keep people reading that way, which I think is what I tried to do with my U.S. title RP. Uh, and so I, I planned out big picture that way. And then it depends on the opponent uh, and what they're writing about and who their character kind of is. And I try to find a flaw in their character and then format my RE around that. Yeah. Who do you think will get the title from the Hollywood elite? Who do you think should get it if someone different? This is for everybody, right? I, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't say genius, so I assume it's you guys are allowed to talk. I <laughs> I said that I think it will, it should be Shadow Love, but Lee made cases why it should be Kid Grove. Yeah, so. I think Kid Grove will get it, and I think he should get it. Yeah. He yeah. has waiting the longest, hasn't he? Did he have a time? The fuckboy killer? Yeah, I'm not sure. I thought he might have, but I think that might, I might have got it confused with when he, like, laid out the world champion with uh, John Frost. Yeah, but that nothing... might have been it. Yeah, I thought he might have got a one, but I think I confused it with that. So, yeah, more Kids Grove. But I think Kids Grove has been, has a bit more of a case at the moment, anyway. That's just my opinion. It's a bad answer. Yeah, there there isn't, but... I'm, you know, I have to pick someone. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not a coward, so I'm not going to say uh, no answer. All three of them at one time, three <laughs> on one, ha- three on one handicap match. No, three on one on one handicap match because yeah. Richards is in there. <laughs> what about, about Miyamoto? Just give it to your chick. Hey, that's an option. Also, it's thank you kindly. That's my. What are your inspirations when it comes to writing? <laughs> Hello, Moto. Uh, thing. You I'm coward. Inspiration. No. And no. I'm hey. you coward. Thank you, thank you, Pastor Neck. Thank but you. yeah, but yeah, also that. Uh, inspirations when it comes to writing. Uh, I don't know, man. Like the universe, you know, like my heart, like you know, my, my daughter. She's yeah. my inspiration for everything, bro. I don't have a good answer. I don't have a good fucking answer here. Andre you say didn't. you say your big inspiration is your life and your daughter. My biggest inspiration is Stephen King. <laughs> I don't read enough. Like I don't read I, enough. I'm trying. Like good, I'm like trying rest- lately to read more, and I have a bunch of books from King and also Infinite Chest, as I said earlier. So I'm trying to make a point to like get that. Uh, but uh. Cool. 
the last really stunning like prose I read was like Tanahasi Coates. I thought his shit was like vital and emotional and interesting. Otherwise, like I don't know, my Same. favorite books are like uh, like I loved Catcher in the Rye for a long time. Uh, well, I mean, you're a fucking uh, white boy from the Midwest, of course you. Of course I do. I'm so angsty. I have so much. There's so many phonies in the world, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. Phonies. I'm, I'm, I'm so angry. I got to fucking shoot John Lennon. <laughs> Yo, I'm going a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a to be on a bunch of banned books lists, and people are going to talk my language even though I only fuck bomb in this whole book. <laughs> One fuck bomb. Uh, that's the uh, currency in the future. When, uh, when, uh, fucking society collapses and all that remains. When when Samuel L. Jackson becomes president. (laughs) A hundred fuck bombs is a mother fuck bomb. Yeah, it's it's a whole currency system. Uh, any other answers to this question? (laughs) Uh, Lee, (laughs) I think, again, I think we've talked, I think Lee and I have talked about this before that, uh, each other's biggest inspirations for because we just bounce everything off of there. Oh gay. my god. Yeah. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. And remarkably fucking, gay. The characters are almost if we wrote the characters slightly different, they'd basically be the same fucking person. Yeah, they're the same person. <laughs> well, thank you, uh James Grove, for your excellent question as we move on excellent. to the final batch from Lizzie Hope for everybody this time. Oh hey. Yeah, for, so so you can join in on this, Corey. Uh, we oh, are yeah. definitely we are definitely healthy as a fan when it comes to beefy boys, but the majority of the active roster is athletic guys in the two hundred to two thirty, and another third being women. Are wow. match riders doing Walter and the other big man justice by still putting over the little people against the big guys, but still maintaining realism? We talked about this a little bit with uh, uh, Lockhart's bit about his finisher getting smashed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pussy boy. I, I think they are, yeah. uh, especially when it comes to guys like Richards. I think people are doing a good job at like maintaining that Richards is a large man, large and in charge. Well, we're talking about how there's a real like selling environment here. Like everyone, yeah, gets sold well. And you can see it in the matches, like uh, the Walter vs. Lizzie match was a big emphasis on size, being thick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they talked about how, like, Walter was, like, foot and a half Yeah, Vol- Walter's ass, bro. Fucking thick. <laughs> thick. <laughs> Walter's got fingers like Jimmy Dean sausages. Yeah, Walter mm-hmm. is thick with seven and three quarters. Uh, see, uh, he would have had nine if it was in the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> I hated that joke because you didn't hear it before, and I knew you would at least laugh at it. I like it. Anyways, there insights this question, especially from you, Sing. Uh, I yeah, no, I feel like the match writers have done great keeping it realistic and you know the size difference. I think it's been great. Uh, next question. The roster is huge. It appears each clash seems to be getting more matches. Does it appear like everyone is getting a fair chance to shine? No, book me more. Uh, yeah. Aside from our world champion... Fuck um, you. Here's the thing. I don't see an increase in matches. I think... 
that we've stayed at the same level of matches. I could just be incredibly imper- imperceptive, but um, I think everyone is for the most part getting a good, decent, fair shot. And if they're not getting booked, usually they're like getting segments or whatnot, unless they're extremely passive and they're just not doing anything. Yes. Uh, I thought I thought there was more to that, so I was like waiting, but now you just oh, kind of no, left. No. Huge rosters, huge. All the yeah. best peanut. Ask and, uh, anyone about our roster; it's the best. People are saying it's too huge. I don't think so. Gonna build a wall and make Seth Lurch pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> Book it, Seth. Fifty um, a day what? keeps the feathers away. <laughs> 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 They're crossing our borders. They're joining our forums. They're no-selling our boots. That was a lot better than your fucking uh, Brando. Oh, that was yeah. good. Uh, I don't want to do that. Well, part of, part that of my soul good. died inside. That was good with no O's and one U. <laughs> yeah, good. Uh, what are some of the current storylines that intrigue you the most? most um uh for me uh i want to just say qdt and wait because i say that every fucking pride game. yeah but it's so intriguing the way it develops so instead i'm gonna say uh <laughs> you know what i'm gonna show some love i'm gonna say <laughs> the world title scene because fuck it someone act. person actually Gosh, i was about to say I... that personally i think the best feud going and actually wrestling right now is Ryan Lockhart versus getting booked. <laughs> it, I'm never going to win that one. It's just <laughs> you, not going to happen. You ain't going over, brother. Because here's the thing. Lockhart, <laughs> Lee told a story about that fucking champion versus champion match before you got here. So we're well aware of shenanigans and such. He's going to disrespect it out here, honestly. Oh, it was so good. All right. I died. <laughs> Um, anything from you, Singh? Uh, never, no, never. Storylines? Uh, <laughs> I already said... What I already kind said, of response like, was that? Never, no, never. Never, no, never. It's from something. I don't... I don't know. Alright, so number four. How much how is much... too much in a feud building? Like three segments. Yeah, because there, there have been there have been feuds I've seen and you do three segments in a show most Lilith unless they're like Bear segments that like all build to like maybe a segment at the end yeah, like, like, like some payoff here's the thing if it's two guys brawling throughout the show that's fine you can do that because like that yeah that's usually not much but if it's if it's like three if it's three segments of two dudes cutting promos on each other in mm. segments on the show then that that's too which we don't really say anyway so yeah really. yeah people usually keep themselves to just one segment maybe two yeah, yeah. Like uh, this week, this week had two, two segment things. There was because uh, Bobby Rage was in an early segment, segment, and said he wanted a match, and they said no. Then he got at the end, and the QDT stuff had two segments, and neither of those seemed like overkill at all. Because one um, of the segments in each of those respective sets were really short. The Bobby Rage segment was really short. Yeah. The QDT one back still pretty short, so to speak. So. so 
God, it is getting late, and we, it, it's probably obvious how late it's getting because we are losing our minds. Um, Except for me, it's three, it's like three twenty here. Yeah, you're you're you're, you're just crazy. plays. You you've got a brand new switch, and after this is done, you're gonna devote all oh, your I, time. I'm to on it right now. I'm multitasking now. I I, I went on to it. <laughs> this guy, relatable. Uh, okay. Guy, um, for too much feud building. Um. Monopolizing a show, I think it's the same thing, but like, yeah, that is pretty, I don't understand why I said it. Tort once told me, uh, when I was running a segment for WCF, I was like interrupting Tort or something. He told me that, try to keep any segment under a thousand words. Like, even yeah. the less, less is better in a segment, because people are going to skim it. So, the yeah. most important thing you want is eyes on your segment. So you need to keep it shorter and punchier. That's actually something that Corey Black told me when he sent me the segment that he wrote for Glory with me and him, where he's like, I always write really short segments, and that's why this one's really short and to the point. And I was like, I need to adopt this approach to segment writing because it, it, it makes sense. Um, and lastly, besides 13, what should be the next tournament on... Trios. Trios. I know that Tor already said there are some trios things in the books, so probably that. I'm going to go and say, I'm going to agree and say trios. I think it should be more arm fling matches. Shh. On that note, we're going to end the Pride cast. Thank you all for joining. This is the first three-hour Pride cast with Wilds. Let's see the exact time that we have on recording. And, uh, Get this three minutes content, three, three minutes, 11, uh, three hours, 11 minutes Oof. so uh i'm gonna have to this is gonna have to be in the incubator a bit because there's gonna be some editing but uh i'll hold thanks Lee. <laughs> i'm gonna have a lot of bleeps on lee's side this episode yeah. sorry <laughs> he has let out some hot takes don't you dare do not I'm sorry you edit out anything i said for you i don't think i will Damn. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to hopefully get tomorrow. Now, in terms of next guests, I'm going to make some announcements for into the show. Next week's show uh, is still open. Haven't decided anything, but I got I'll some... be back. I'll be back. It's fine. No, you, you won't. No, you it's won't. fine. I'm back. Yes, he it's will. Fine. Uh, I like it. Back. So, uh, next week is... And <laughs> but, for next, the fourth, I want to say, is the week... It's the Pride Cap... Be Furnage. Um, I'm hoping to get a double header. If not, work it out. But I already got one confirmed guest for that show because he's available. We're gonna have the boy QDT on the podcast. Oh yes. And I'm gonna try and get Kids Grove on there. Both Brits on at the same time. And have you KKK cast. Remember, this is Everest cost. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> Everest cost. I'm if, never coming on can, again. Get okay. Kids. If I can get censored cast, if I can get Kids Grove for be with QDT, I win. If I can't get him on that day, I might try and get him for next week. And if I can't next week, I'll I'll get welcome. And then on the uh, for the podcast after Carnage is already sent. So uh, I'm gonna be talking with the boy Harry Diderot, getting his insight on his retirement tour and all that. That's I think everything coming up. So got an open spot, one guaranteed show with QDT, one guaranteed. Show
Diderot one maybe in Kids Grove. There you go. Uh, so a lineup. Quite a lineup, and if I can get another really good, nice name. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll pop in. Don't worry. Yeah, I'll, I'll get you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Who can I get for next week? I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking now. I'm, the... I'm on the air, but I don't. I don't fucking give a shit. It's already three hours. I don't want to do. Any, I don't want to do any. Go just do a boys cast. Yeah, that, we'll be a, we'll leave old boys network like, cast. Yeah, a, <laughs> yeah. Leave just, Frank out. Like it's just yeah, the three of them. Actually, actually, come think about it. I'll get Aaron Faust and Ethan King for next oh, week. Oh, that is Corey. Corey, you want to do a Corey? You want to do a cast? Just do a oh, film fuck. cast. Ooh, we already like Corey and I already talked about doing film cast at some point. I don't, I remember writing. I feel like he was just, just going to talk Paul Thomas Anderson for three hours. We're going to talk about Paul Thomas Anderson and Wes Anderson and our theories about who would win in a fight that we leaked in fucking uh, chat. I just remember, <laughs> yeah, I just remember the Corey and I had the discussion on doing like the fucking uh, Tyler the Creator cast or something like that. Yeah. Oh, it was uh, it was a doubleheader pride cast for and dedicated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's going to be it for this week. Um, uh, we hope to see you next week for a next edition of Clash. Um, and uh, you're Singh for Lee and for, I'm Frank signing off. Uh, good night and um, use protection. <laughs>